the What Are You Doing Movie Archives. They kind of did that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Wild Wild West. And, and, and until uh, before we get our, our opinions oh, out there in the open, we want to set up our pause on pause point. So if you happen to have this movie on DVD, <laughs> and we should point out that cast judgment. This, this is interesting because we had a hell of a time Good finding this that. on by DVD. The, by the way, if you don't, if yeah. you can't find this, apparently Blockbuster doesn't carry it. Hollywood Video does. Um, but Target doesn't. Target doesn't. And, uh, Best, Best Buy, Buy don't. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. At least not out here. And it's like the movie industry and is trying to excommunicate their memory. Yeah. Of this yeah. Film. Surely, surely Netflix will have it for oh, you. Yeah. Netflix, Netflix is blocked off online. They'll send you the one Got copy. They'll, they'll send you the one copy from a warehouse in Schenectady. We were talking about that. How like one time we were going to do a, a commentary of Muppet Treasure Island on Geeksa, and it's like there's probably like five copies of that. On Netflix. <laughs> and if everyone rents them at once, they'll be like, No one can watch it. Get more Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. Anyway, until <laughs> before, we, before we go into what we think oh of this God. movie, yeah, these numbers, if, if the world could change, we want to set our pause on pause point. Now, pop in your DVD or whatever and press play. And when the Warner Brothers logo, got a Blu-ray release yet? Yeah, yeah I'm sure the they're, Warner Brothers logo, they're working right on that with the, with, the, with the Bendy Studios and the whole the Matrix one that's not green fades to black. Press pause, and in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause, and we will all press play at the same point in the DVD so that you can watch along with us. The friends in your head. Now, at the table with us today are uh, are a couple of old bees, myself, and uh, someone swapping out for Brian Finnifter, Mr. Uh, Ryan Weber. Hi, how you doing? How's it going, Ryan? And Michael Dorkman Scott, as always. Hi, everybody. And Trey, the amazing Stoke. Here I am. All right, now the amazing is your legal middle name. Apparently so. Since the show started, (laughs) trying to sort of develop a persona. He's trying. He's going to pump it up. The rest of us. (laughs) The rest of us had things. He's going to get a food network view. But he's trying to get away from uh, you know Pink Five. Yeah, exactly. Like like Nimoy's. Don't going, call me Spock. Don't call me. I'm going for something more generic. The amazing. The amazing. Now I've got to tell you, this is one of those things like the Phantom Menace where. By all accounts, this movie is right. horrible. This is the same time of the Phantom Menace. So it this is makes true. Sense. By true. all accounts, this movie is horrible. Yet the age and the quality of film gelled in a way so that were only you, one matters. Were you on like LSD <laughs> through your, that whole period? That of whole life? period of my life. No, I don't know. But the Phantom Menace in this came out in the same year, 1999, and for. Some reason, though the world seems to think they both suck. Coming into the Phantom Menace and coming into this one, I have the opinion that this movie is worthwhile. We'll now, find out. We'll find out up. because if you recall, the Phantom Menace episode ended with me saying, "Yeah, you're right. Phantom Menace totally sucks." <laughs> but until the end, I will be carrying a torch for this movie. Ryan, what do you think? What, what, what is your? What do you bring to the table? Have you seen this a bunch of times? Do you care? Not a bunch of times. No, I saw it once, maybe twice. Yeah. <laughs> name, name the human being on the planet who's seen Wild West a bunch of times. <clears throat> Back in the day, yeah. Not, not me. No, certainly yeah, not. Recently. I said human being. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Snap. Boom. Bang. The amazing Stoke strikes again. Go right. Man, what do you think? Um, I, I saw it once, and um, I honestly, I don't really remember it other than I had the impression, you know, you get the impression, this movie's bad, and I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, this movie's kind of bad um but i really don't remember much else of it like i guess i've blocked it out of my memory like so the movie industry? i may start yeah so i may start getting flashbacks yeah. like oh shit this scene yeah. so we'll see oh we'll boy. see as it goes along and, you know what i remember about it actually now that i think about it, like there as far as we're talking about sort of the vague feeling that you have from when you saw it <laughs> the vibe is this sort of uncomfortable Awkwardness about Will Smith being a black guy in this time period <laughs> with all this stuff South happening. South in the 1800s? It just yeah, seems and weird. I, they must touch on it a little bit, but I they just do, remember yeah. that it being really weird. 
when yeah. I saw it. Remember, yeah, well, this is like the racial tension should be cranked up a few notches. Exactly. Well, this, you know how you, you often hear about movies that are, you know, you're, well, you know, this part was originally written for Sylvester Stallone, blah, 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 blah. I think I, w- I would give it like 99% chance that we don't know, but I'll bet you I'm correct in saying this part was not originally written for Will Smith. Uh-huh. I'm going right. to say, it's I don't funny. think. It was originally written for Sigourney Weaver. And that's it's oddly enough. Yeah, it's a very strange. Speaking of roles that were written for people, though, um, mm. I'm sure you guys know this as well, but uh, so Will Smith, um, you know, in this movie, this is the movie that he, uh, he opted to of, do instead of, of Neo yep. in The Matrix. Yeah. Yep, we did, so we let's did all keep that, that in mind. A choice that I'm sure his, what an, what an excellent casting <laughs> choice on his, 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 his kids probably go, you know, anytime he tries to discipline and then they go, Dad, you did Wild Wild West. Oh. Hey, listen, before, before we... Now, yeah, yeah. We wanted to set this up. Before we actually go into the movie, there's something very important that if you aren't watching this on DVD, you, mean, you need yeah. to know. You're going to miss yeah. this. You're, You're going to miss this. And this is worth the movie. This is this, worth the price, okay. if not just going to... This is going to be the longest preamble of all time. Yeah. Man, I see but, you have the Because we haven't gotten to the part I'm going to talk about. Right here. And by the way, we got it from, uh, from Hollywood Video, which has the, the cases that they, they put the slip case right. in different yeah, yeah, yeah. ones because they can lock them or whatever. Yeah. Um, this one is clearly cut up from the original, like, clamshell oh, yeah. case. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You can see. So it's shoved in there, and it's all thick and inappropriate. But um, I feel it, like we're selling this. It's like it's in a clamshell. Yeah, 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 it's in a clamshell. It's a lovely like, oh, presentational okay. clamshell box. So, word no, for no, word, but here's, the back of the DVD. Here is them. Here is Warner Brothers attempting to sell this to you when right, you pick yeah. it up. This is the description the of the movie. This is the, the description. I swear to God, I am reading this straight <laughs> off the box, word for word. Take it away. If you think special government agent James West is fast with a six-shooter, wait till he lays a quip on you. Ooh. <laughs> oh, snap. Mega hit star, and mega hit is one word, by the way. Yeah. Mega oh. hit star Will Smith plays West, reuniting with Men in Black director Barry Sonnenfeld in an effects-loaded shoot-from-the-lip oh. spectacular. Oh, yes. Kevin Klein, someone got paid a lot of money to write this, by the way. Oh, yeah. Kevin Klein. And laughing all the way to the bank. Plays fellow agent and crackerjack inventor Artemis Gordon. Teamed with West on a daring assignment. Stop legless Dr. Arliss Loveless. That's too many less. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Need one less less on that one. And his diabolical plot for a disunited states of America. I think there's a diabolical plot going on here. I'll give you that. Disunited is capitalized, too. So it is. Disunited states of America. So it would be the DSA. Did Cracker Jack have a little trademark thing? or is he No, just, no. He, so he didn't even invent Cracker Jack. No. They were um, using that as an adjective. <laughs> Salma Hayek He is, is a caramel-covered... Inventor. He is. <laughs> Salma Hayek nice. is mysterious adventurous Rita Escobar. Mm. And all manner of geared up 1860s, sorry, 1860s gadgets from belt buckle derringers to surprise packed billiard balls Ooh. to a walking eight story steam and steel tarantula. More on that later. We'll get to that. Yeah, We'll go there. Yeah. And, and strap yourselves in for this last phrase here. <laughs> Help make Wild Wild West a Wow Wow West. <laughs> Wow. Very nice. Well, we were talking earlier. We, we, we thank looked, you. Thank you. I'll do well. I'll, read, by the way. Yeah, Very thank nice. you. We looked this up, and you know, this was a one of those super expensive movies. One hundred and seventy million, million dollars box uh, at the budget. And for um, ninety nine, that's a lot. That's, that's for ninety nine. That's big. And uh, and it was Will Smith's third July Fourth attempted blockbuster in a row. The first two being Independence, Independence Day, Day followed Men by Black. Men in Black, both of which huge through the roof. Um, this one. Not so much, yeah. and and so the reason that it's, it's it's appropriate to read the the DVD cover is, it opened well. It opened well the first opening weekend, million, yeah. and then dropped off. So this is a movie that 
it has nothing to do with the movie. It was the marketing department who who made this movie when it did. Yeah, they were promoting the hell out of it. I remember that. And they really really promoted that fucking spider, too. Like, they were not going to let that be Be a a surprise. surprise. Yeah. 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 So we got to give him something. It's it's right on the cover. You got the three leads looking fucking smarmy, and I want to smack them all around. And then right there, there's the fire-breathing spider. spider. Which (laughs) is the cool thing in it. Let's let's admit it. But okay, so here's my question. Because once again... That bar is not high, apparently. (laughs) Salma Hayek and a steam spider. I'm on board. I'm in. But but here's my question. I do um, like her, Jen. Here in this here in this crowd, and again, you know, once again, lucky me. I'm twice as old as everyone else in the room. Have any of you three little whippersnappers ever? <laughs> no. Nope. You know where I'm going with this? Do you no. have any so concept ever. whatsoever of what the original television series no. Wild Wild West was like? No. No. Okay. Absolutely no. Permit me to enlighten you because this is this is apropos. Okay. Wild Wild West. Long preamble. Is it going to be a long, it's, it's a short like, movie, but well, I'm telling you. And it's yeah. not like anyone really wants to get to the movie. No, of course anyway, not exactly. So go for but it. but this is worth talking about because it ties in, and I'll, I'll allow me to to show you. Sure. Wild Wild West is um, was a mid '60s to late '60s television series. Um, it was shot, um, I believe. Uh, I, shot, I believe it was Paramount. I believe it was a Paramount project. Um, interesting fun fact: uh, at the time, Desilu still existed as a standalone studio. Oh, Des- nice! Desilu, Desilu, yeah, Desilu, yeah, Des- and Lucy Des- Ball. Yeah. Ball is where they shot their shows, and they did television series there, and other people did television series. And Desilu is where the original Star Trek was shot. Um, I believe hmm. it was. I believe it was Paramount. Um, Paramount well, bought Paramount. the Desilu facility. They were adjacent. They tore down the wall, and they became one big facility. Well, Paramount and whatever maybe it was Warner's, I forget which, but Desilu, they became one thing. Wild Wild West and Star Trek, original Star Trek, are essentially sister shows. They had <laughs> actors in common. They had directors in common. They had writers in common. They came out of the same studio, and they're shot on the same lot. And they're very similar in sensibility if you watch both shows. <laughs> Wild Wild West is James Bond in the Old West. Star Trek is Wagon Train to the Stars, is what is what Star Trek huh. originally was pitched as. Um, what, what Star Trek was, these people go into space, and every week it's a new adventure in space. That was the pitch. Um, Wild Wild West is James Bond in the Old West. Wild Wild West looks and sounds and feels exactly like original Star Trek, except it's a Western. Because they used, they had the same budget problems, they had the same effects department <laughs> doing their effects for them. There's a lot of props you'll see show up in both shows. Um, it's a very dark show at times, and sometimes they sometimes they would do this, the trick that original was, was it steampunky like it was it was as steampunky as you could get, but sure. it was it was it was very Victorian. It was high tech. It was tech gadgets that you say, oh, I see, that's just like a tape deck, but it's Victorian. In right, style, yeah. um, so yes, it did have a very steampunky kind of thing, huh. and it had, a, and it was a very dark kind of a show at times. Sometimes it was phenomenally violent, and um, and it also had a very distinctive visual look to it. It had an opening credit sequence that if you ever had seen it, you, you know, I, to this day I remember it. I don't think I've seen an episode of it in 20 years. But it would open with this multi-panel comic strip which animation thing, this movie. which they yeah. do steal in this movie. And then at every act break, the scene would freeze, and that freeze frame would become a panel of the comic. It was a very distinctive, no other show that I can think of ever has, has done that kind of a look. I've seen some um, movies do it, but... You can even see, and you can even see the same low-budget sensibility in original uh, Wild Wild West as they did in Star Trek because sometimes Star Trek they had so little money for an episode that they said okay fuck it we're going to have an empty sound stage we're going to have three props in the middle and we're just going to light that and it's going to be black uh-huh. everywhere else Wawa West did that all the time <laughs> Wawa West would have this awesome machine in the middle of a giant black void and that was the set you know and and as far as the uh, the the bad guy Arliss Dr. Arliss Loveless Dr. Loveless was a character on the original Wawa West except he was played by a little person named Michael Dunn and he was the he was a recurring villain that they kept 
having to f- did he have legs or did they just no he was a little up. person he was, okay. he was an actual that's it. Uh, well, actual well, little person this, this Michael Dunn also appeared on Star Trek he appeared on an episode of Star Trek this will be interesting because I went into this uh, mm. assuming that they had just pulled this wholesale out of their ass <laughs> yeah, was, so, so no. knowing that it, it came so, from something I'll, I'll uh, that my, make color so my, my point is now, I'm telling now I have not because it's not been in syndication anywhere uh-huh. ever for years that I'm aware of I probably haven't seen an episode of Wild West in 20 years but when I was again when I was 7 years old Friday night Eight o'clock, Wawa West. Nine o'clock, Star Trek. That mm-hmm. was that was that was the big night of TV mm-hmm. for me. And they, 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 they both those shows are contiguous in my mind, and they're very very related. So so uh, they are all on DVD. Um, so oh. so I, I, I and I don't even know if it holds up. But I'm telling you, check out an episode or two of the original Wawa West. If you like original Star Trek, it's I guess. probably not what you think it's going to be. Uh-huh. It's good, especially <laughs> not from this movie. Um, it's really interesting stuff. Look at the shit they were pulling on Wawa West. So the million dollar question then is if you remember the movie at all and if you remember the show at all does it is it respectful at all is it anything they, like it at all is they, it they this is much more a Will Smith movie than it's a Wild Wild West yeah. movie Most, yeah. Yeah. it's so, got quips yeah I think I think in different hands with lip. a different lead they might have actually been Wild? able to recapture oh. some of that bizarro vibe of, of the original Wild Wait, Wild so West was, so the character that, that Will Smith is playing was, played, was, was Robert Conrad originally is he a black guy? No. Nope. What I was going for. <laughs> no, not at all. No, yeah, not in the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in the least, no. Okay. All right. So. Well, now that we've set this up and what we think about it, and you've gotten your DVD pause where the Warner Brothers logo fades to total black, we're going to unpause at the same time and watch the movie together in perfect sync. So get your mouse or remote ready. Here we go. Three, two, one, unpause. All right, now. We start this off with this sequence that takes place. I'm like the scholar of this movie. This should perhaps this should right, right off, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Perhaps of right anyone away. on the planet, I'm in the top thousand that like this movie nice. the most. This starts off with this sequence that establishes the oh. whole thing that comes back in the third... Shut up, Brian. <laughs> the thing that comes back in the third act, which is that there's these magnetic uh-huh. saw discs mm-hmm. flying towards no. the ne- the, this, this unit that's attached to his neck, which is I must impossible to <laughs> take off without tools. Okay, see, now we've already got a problem, though, just from a... a no, we don't. No, we don't. No. Dude, I have so exactly. many problems with these things. And well, there well, I, No, no, no. I'm okay I with mean, lightsabers. I'm okay with Just the level. fact that nobody is there... No. And yet he's ranting exposition <laughs> from the very yeah. from the get go. Right, you're right, right. That's that's that works for me. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate. How you, to answer your question earlier? This is very reminiscent. Of, oh, that's a lot bigger than yeah. It's bigger than here we go. And there right you go. This, this is kind of reminiscent of that style. And that opening is very reminiscent of that style. They would have that hard opening, like a lot of televisions did and still mm-hmm. do, right. where you know right off the bat you kill somebody. Whoa, you know, well, some, yeah, it's a cold open. Cold yeah, open where you just seconds. like randomly go, okay, something bad's up, and you know one of us died, and I'm gonna watch. Yeah. So, so this is this is not the style of the original uh, show, but it, this obviously they are you know right. they watched it, which is nice of them. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> somebody saw it. an episode, yeah. Now, but it wasn't that wasn't even elegant. It's just I must warn the president, giant spider. It's like yeah. come on, at least have give could've, us some t- subtext. Done a little right. better than All that. Right. I'll give you that. Anyway, although we're also benefiting from reading what he's saying. If I recall correctly, when you watch it, oh maybe he's what, what, what he's <laughs> saying is more. It sounds like insane mumbling. Okay, fair enough. Now, here's my whole thing, and we'll talk about this more throughout the film, but this movie gets a lot of flack for being patently ridiculous, and here's my argument against that. This is, like you said... Shut up. It's your answer to Like like other movies aren't. Bai Ling, who later was uh, the chick... Arrested for shoplifting. Yeah, the chick that looks like a cricket in Star Trek, or Star Wars. Anyway... This whole movie is is basically the the argument levied against it in, in full force is that it's patently ridiculous. Here's my question. Now... I think that's unfair. I do too. Because it's not that's like not a question, but it's that's not okay. like mm. Men in Black or Independence Day, 
Or, or Star Wars. Patently ridiculous. We, we, yeah, but specifically, this is like a one, two, three. three. Hey, you guys, you, you listen, look at these assholes with three. Yeah. Wild Wild West? No, there's no way that could work. Yeah. I don't think this is one of those movies where you could have seen in advance that it's not going to work. That's, I mean, to it's, me, it's, it's Will Smith. He's worked before. This intro, it's a weird say, idea, but they've all been weird ideas. To me, it's this the, intro it's feels the, very 70s. It does. Which I do it like it. Kind of it's, to me, that's the fun of the movie. That's the whole point. It's like, okay, it's a what if. It's a what if in, you know, a hundred years ago, they, knew, they had these they, amazing they, they inventions with the technology of the time that does the do what things we have nowadays can do. And it's that was steam, very it's much. The, it's the steempunk. Exactly. The, te- willing, the television show was also very much about that. You know, they had inventions that made no sense, but we you know, didn't we do a commentary about how lightsabers don't make right. sense either? I I'm mean, totally willing to accept that part. The question yeah. is, is it well made? Now, <laughs> here's no. my thing. A lot of this really works, and I'm not being, I'm not saying that to be contrary, and I'm not saying that because I like it. That's what it really people works. drink. You the put water Kevin Klein yeah, in really. a movie; it's not gonna, <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna suck because of him. No, Kevin Klein is awesome. Will Smith is Will Smith, totally Will Smith. Whatever. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh comes in with an amazing beard, and I got to tell you, the beard's yeah. doing the best it goddamn can. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the problem. A I mean, lot of this from works. My, from my memory of this movie, I think the problem is that Will Smith should not have been the star of this right. because then it became a Will Smith movie, and it didn't. Turn into Wild Wild West, right? Because a lot of the a lot of the elements, and I'm not I'm not knocking Will Smith. I like him, but yeah, I do uh, too. But the you know but the, he's the kind of guy who's the elements are there. I mean, my memory of it, and I'll I'll be remembered because I did not see this movie a lot when it came out. Um, you know the the storyline and the elements and the visual sense of it and the style of it is very reminiscent of the show. They were actually being very faithful. It's the fact that they sort of implanted Will Smith into this, mm-hmm. and Will Smith, being Will Smith, movie star, blockbuster guy, has to do the things that Will Smith, blockbuster well, movie guy, does and make and make his quips. Which was Robert Conrad was not known for quips. He would punch you in the head. That's yeah. what he would do on that original. Well, show. Will show Smith called and Wild, he was not Wild known West. For, Will Smith actually Wild, has. Yeah. Wow, 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 West. Not the wow, wow, West. Will no, Smith it was not. has his, uh, from, from, this is apocryphal, but from my understanding, Will Smith actually has his own personal writer. Like his no. script doctor who comes in and, and writes Will Smithy lines. Into, into <laughs> he really he translates into Smith? Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Yeah. That's from what I hear. I, I, you know, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've heard. So and and Barry Sonnenfeld maybe not the right director for a project like this, you mm-hmm. know, because this feels like this feels like well, what if we did Men in Black again except without the aliens? Yeah, know, without and, the aliens and in the West. Yeah. Now there's and we'll let Will Smith there, rap about it. A, there are legions of people whom I represent, if not with much more clarity <laughs> and focus, that don't understand why some movies are bad. And there's and and even on the in the universe that we all live in, which is a universe uh, of the internet and discussions therein. People are some people are just like I can't believe that guy likes those movies but didn't like Citizen Kane. Now those guys are not retarded. They're just not so much understanding. That's the only <laughs> difference is that they don't know why a movie like this or The Phantom Menace doesn't work because to them it has it's definitely a movie. You press play and it plays for like an hour and a half or two hours. It's all there. There was a CG dick removal. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna freeze frame on this, but but you might want to. It's too late. People that don't understand why a movie is bad, and this is an excellent example of why they don't understand movies don't work because Independence Day and Men in Black are two movies where there's precedent for them in a sci-fi world because obviously Independence Day is an allegory for War of the Worlds and. I guess is it really an allegory for? Uh, no, I was going to say allegory is not a good way to well, say it. How, it it's, a, it's a remake. It's, it's, that yeah, it's definitely aping it. War of the Worlds. Anyway, it's established established themes, but they are ridiculous themes. 
Okay, aliens can die because of a cold. They wouldn't know there was going to be a... Okay, whatever. And the same thing with Men in Black, where it's just like, okay, here's your one, and Trey's always talking about this, the magic thing you get. All right, <laughs> this is the Interstellar DMV. This is where you have to go to get your new license to be on this planet. And that's and it's all about that and the guys that are basically repo men for those guys. That's what Men in Black is. And it's the same thing with Independence Day. Oh, God, Kevin Klein. It's Kevin all Klein. based on a one-sentence premise that is kind of recorded, I like Kevin but Klein. we give it to I them. I do, But he is an ugly woman. Yeah. But we Not give it to woman. them anyway because Which, we want to be entertained. And this is an exact example of that. That's a lovely woman. Yet, mm. for some reason, it doesn't work in most people's estimation. That is why some people don't understand why this movie or The Phantom Menace doesn't work is because it seems to fulfill all the exact same traits as the movies that everyone thinks do work right. and yet for some reason and to them inexplicably it doesn't. It's like I, having it's like having movie Aspergers. And I yeah and I to me it comes down to a lot to- of tone. Like that, I mean though. as crazy as it sounds like, you know, Victorian, you know, giz- giz- gadgets and gizmos, I think this movie needed to be taken more seriously to work. Mm-hmm. I think they should have played this more yeah, straight. Yeah, they should have played it straight. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, well, you know, what you're talking about Fig is is even people in the movie industry and we've all experienced that you know, it's the kind of thing where they say this isn't working, and I don't know why, but fix it. You know, usually the people in charge of whatever yeah. you're working. Oh, on. I get that note a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that's just the problem: is yeah. a lot of people just, you know, they don't know, they can't, they can't figure out what it is, or they, yeah. they haven't really they studied it, and they, don't and they don't know why so, it doesn't yeah. work. When it's so right like, off yeah. the bat, you know, we have we have great production design, we have the same sensibility as the original show. This kind of weird, you know, mashup of you know high-tech and, and Wild West. But how have we introduced our characters? Will Smith, you know, being naked and making cracks about that. And Kevin Klein in drag. I mean, uh-huh. I think there's a tone shift that yeah, they're missing I mean, here. I mean, you talking about <laughs> just saying... Like, I, I, I don't know how, how it would work for producers, but without this and without the show, like, if, if you someone pitched to me, okay, oh, yeah, sure. steampunk in the Old West. With Kevin Klein and Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. With, with real- Even without that, just steampunk in the Old West, the concept, I'm like, oh, there's so much you could do with that. Yeah. yeah. Let's roll with it. Right. And we're going to be, go. but, but I think the trick is, and certainly Wawa West, and, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not the way you trick Well, the, the, uh, the, the Wawa West series, you know, it, at times, obviously, you know, you watch the show and you should. It's, 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 you're going to see cheese. I mean, we're not saying you're not going to see cheese. But they, you know, they took it seriously. It was not a comedy. It was not, isn't this silly what we're doing? Right. They, they played it straight. Yeah. You know? I think that's well. I think that's how you get away with a lot of stuff. Is like as long as the characters take it seriously, then fine. Yeah. You know, like Ghostbusters or whatever. Well, it's like we, we've talked plenty of times yeah. about how you know the way to ruin a comedy movie is to make sure that the, the, the audience way, knows. You know, the audience you know. knows that you know you're making a comedy. Yeah. yeah. You know, aren't, isn't this funny? What we're doing? We yeah. are funny guys. Which is kind of why I hate Spaceballs lately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, and I've never cared for Spaceballs. All, all of uh, I like Mel, All of Mel Brooks's stuff is kind of like look Yo- how funny I am. No, Young Frankenstein is one of his few exceptions. Yeah, Young, Young Frankenstein. Because he plays it straight. That's mm-hmm. Young Frankenstein is 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 Frankenstein with some jokes in it. You know, they, just, they right. recreated it. And it was brilliant. Ted Levine playing a character referred to as Bloodbath McGrath. And yeah. once again, the styles of steampunk are strong <laughs> shot, in this one. Shot the, the guy in the nuts there. The the sort of semi. Oh shit! Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm I'm blanking on what the what what the record players with that giant tube are called. Victrola. Victrola. And they, they actually have the thing where the beagle in a second is going to do the thing where the oh, beagle yeah, comes up next to it yeah. and it's like, huh? And you get oh, oh, nice. That's, that's nice. It's such a but. cool, it's not even a set piece. It's a character set piece. Mm-hmm. It all works for me. 
and I still don't understand. It's okay, I guess. I mean, it's, it's clearly a ridiculous movie, but a lot of movies are ridiculous. No, the concepts are ridiculous. The movies themselves aren't because they play it straight and it manages to work. The problem well, is the problem is that this it no, straight. it doesn't though. It's really they're not. not. They're they're, they're mocking about. themselves as they do it. Yeah, they're mocking the... every every moment of this. They're like, look how ridiculous this is, and it's like if, if the movie's not th- shoving it in your face that it's ridiculous, then you then they can get away with I it. I guess but if I do see what you're ridiculous. saying, and it's not yeah. that they're making. For those that are following me and my opinion here, and I'm sure there's a couple of you because I know several people that listen to the show actually like the Wild Wild West. They're not they're not being funny with what they say, but they're also they're not playing it the way you would play it if David Fincher was directing it. Right? Of no. Course. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If it David Fincher directed this, that it might be pretty badass. It might be pretty cool. There's yeah. a lot of people that came to this show, this production, with some talent and did some cool shit. You, that you, cannot you know who could have kicked this in the ass? Robert Rodriguez would have kicked this in the nuts. He would have really, oh, yeah. nailed this. Mm-hmm. Oh, because because yeah. he does. He's not embarrassed to, to do schlock. You know, and he'll yeah. he'll do schlock straight. You know, he proved that to us with Grindhouse. What he, yeah. got, what he did with Grindhouse Planet was Terror, genius. Yeah. Planet Terror. Yes, not 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 Quentin's half of Grindhouse. That's a different topic. But uh, <laughs> what what Rodriguez did with Grindhouse is is genius. Where he took the dumbest thing in the world, but he took it. St- Totally seriously, mm-hmm. and that's why it's brilliant. Well, that's how that's how those movies worked, and it, really, this yeah. is that kind of movie, it, or it ought to be. It ought to be. It really, yeah, it really it's, wants it's trying to be. to be, but it keeps forgetting. And you could even be funny in that context, but this is there's just a sense of, yeah, Victorian gadgets in the old west. It's silly, so we're going to treat it like a silly project. Yeah, you know, and it's just wrong. You know, I think we've long since passed the point where we can buy that Ted Levine even thinks this is a woman he's talking to. I'm yeah, not, I'm having a problem with see that. The budget. You can definitely tell that, regardless of who got to direct it, the art director was kicking ass. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They I mean, brilliant. look at, fucking look at him, man. Yeah. That's amazing. Beautiful looking. stuff. And we, we haven't even said it yet, but of course, that is Ted Levine. That is the, you know, the murderer from Silence Plans of the Lambs. It puts the lotion on its skin. You know, your, your, your impression's better than mine, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I can get it. I didn't get it that time. I was, I've been better other times. Yeah. But it's, uh, that's it's Ted Levine. impressions that you get sometimes. Yeah. Now, okay, and you guys aren't getting you're not getting the full thing, but what's happening is that because Kevin Klein is an undercover marshal, he's a U.S. marshal. Uh-huh. The little spinny thing on his belt is making him hypnotized, and Kevin Klein's trying to turn him into a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind <laughs> yeah. of, which doesn't make a lot of sense. That doesn't work for you. Yeah. <laughs> now, and again, this this the, the, the overall concept is taken from the show. There was there was James West, uh, the role of uh, Will Smith here. He was the guy. He was the action guy. He was the James Bond, punch you in the head guy. And then there was Artemis Gordon, his his compatriot, who like was the, the master of disguise. Um, and that was a feature of the show that Gordon would go in undercover in some disguise in some situation, and then West would walk in the front door and kick everyone in the head. That's that's how the <laughs> that's how the show works. Um, so again, they're they're but would they it's play not, it like a a Looney Tunes cartoon where no, you they would go would in not. and drag well, and everyone thinks they would. it's a chick. Occasionally they would. Well, Star Trek didn't realize it was ridiculous either. Yeah. But, well, occasionally, well, except when they did. Except when they go, okay, this episode we're doing a comedy. And they would do that. Trouble, trouble with Tribbles and I-Mud and a few other cases where, you know, they deliberately, okay, this is going to be the funny episode. And Wawa West did that too. But Wawa West generally was, you know, pretty dark stuff and, and would deal with these giant, you know, Dr. Loveless was always trying to destroy the universe. He was always trying to kill people and, and often did. You know, again, in 60 and 70s television shows, you know. That was what, a really awkward back yeah. then, by the way. When people die, they actually would die, which, you know, the, in the in the 80s when everything went all touchy-feely and Star Trek became about feewings and all that bullshit happened, the, you know, it's like, I think that's all a huge step backward. I think, I think 
at least if you're going to show someone getting shot, you should show that it hurts and you often die. I think if you're going to go ahead and have that in a movie or a television show, then I, I think this whole, oh, he's shot, but he's okay, I think is exactly the wrong message to be giving to people. You know, being shot sucks, and usually you wet your pants. Here we go. You know? is, she, is, she, is she the, the head of the, the brothel in Firefly? That chick on the right? Oh, I think she oh might be. Oh, my God, you're oh, right. Oh, you know, I think it is. The, in the, 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 the Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold, Heart of Gold yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could well be. Could Dude, well be. Maybe. No. She looks... It she might has be. a very... Similar... Know. I mean, similar stylings. Yeah. Firefly is definitely be in the same period. Right. Now, here's Kenneth Branagh. And Kenneth Branagh, actually, from what, I, from, what I, from what I recall... Rules. Kenneth Branagh kind of does know what... he's Of all these people, he's the one who knows what movie he's making. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh is in the right movie. Kenneth Branagh finds that well, zone. He's kind of the Obi-Wan. And this is weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. But he's kind of the Alec Guinness of this cast. He is. He's kind oh, of the guy okay. who's like... I thought you meant character-wise. I'm like, we're going to have to sit down and talk about Joseph Campbell. Yeah, no, not... But <laughs> if you're referring yeah, to I definitely Dr. understand. He's, he's, well, he's, he's the Shakespearean actor who's slumming. You can yeah. certainly Alec Guinness that way. The, the effects portion of this yeah. film, uh-huh. which are, in many cases, not... Amazing, no, but, in all, but in all cases, time. really good. They were. Yeah. They definitely like matte paintings in this movie. Very rarely look like matte paintings. Yeah. And, you know, and in early Washington D.C. with the Capitol being built, you know, that's fun stuff. There's, there's no denying. Yeah. That's you know, the White House where you pull up in front of it with your horse and there's and sheep, sheep grazing on the front lawn. The sheep, again, my favorite. It's, it's historically accurate. You know, it's uh-huh. true. It's, it's mm-hmm. what's cool about it. No now, West there's Wing. A, there's, there's no West Wing. Yet. You could just walk up to the front. There's door. a great yeah. moment here with mustache side shops, man. But. He basically yeah, wow. mustache side chops. Yeah, this is actual name. name, name he, takes, he takes the gun and then watch this. Watch what Will Smith learned how to do. Bam! <laughs> Pull one out of his ass. Yeah, he had to practice. It's not the same as Mel Gibson and Maverick, but still, come on, look at that. That's yeah. freaking cool. That's a very uh, that'll game. get you killed. He's he is playing. Will Smith, maybe not the right guy to play the whole role, but the moments where he has to play a guy that's sort of like Will when he, Smith. When he stops being Will Smith, works. you know, if, he, if he'd come at this like he was doing Ali, you know, then we might now, have had Kevin something. Kevin Klein yeah. actually plays two roles in this movie. He plays Ulysses S. Grant. Really? And he plays, <laughs> Get out. <laughs> son of a bitch. And he also plays uh, Artemis Gordon. He looks so good as Grant. This is good makeup. This is Kevin Klein. Well, as quickly revealed But it's here, Kevin Klein yeah. as Artemis Gordon as Ulysses uh-huh. Grant, as we'll find out in a second. But it's, this is good makeup because that, that's a damn good likeness of Grant. It really is. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Now, there's also him when the makeup guy was trying to make it look like someone that wasn't Artemis Gordon made him look like Ulysses S. Grant, and that's even better. This still looks kind of Kevin Kleiny. Oh, yeah. When they, when they say, no, this one you getting Ulysses close, Grant, you know, I mean, it's, but- it's pretty amazing. Now, there's this whole thing where Will Smith has said uh, he went to Stanford, and that says West Point, or have, I might have that backwards, introducing the, the, the notion that he is a very, <laughs> very observant guy, which comes back. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's James Bond. You know, again, he is James Bond. James Bond, James Bond. James Bond, James Bond can, like, look at the James pen Bond. you're having and tell, you're using and tell where you went to college. You know, it's like, that's, that's one of the James Bond. He has this there we go. ridiculous I love how he didn't clear this with the president. Yeah, he's shooting holes watch in the White House. With, watch what he does with the balloon in his, in his tummy here. Look at how good that looks. That's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now watch this. Into the very bowel uh, of yeah. the White Ooh. House, sir. <laughs> This movie works yeah. for me because I was I was like thirteen, so you guys can all go to hell. Mm-hmm. Listen, this part's fine. Well, I got no. Hey, no, yeah, no, this is good. Don't pay attention. You know, I'm 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 the guy. I'm the one in this room who can go. This movie raped my childhood, and I'm not saying right. that. I'm okay with this movie. Is a misstep. It's not like it sucks from beginning to end. It was so close. They could have yeah. really Everyone had something seems here. To think that though, and I get really defensive. I think a lot of them didn't see it. A lot of them didn't yeah. bother to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this so this 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 is still Kevin Klein. 
Yeah, he's as, always as playing Grant. the okay. real Grant too. Okay, right. Yeah, that's pretty. Slick. And once again, it looks awesome. Now here's the the that would con- be why they're never the in the same shot so far. Yeah. This particular episode of Wild <laughs> yeah. Wild West, which happens to be a movie, is that they've taken nine or ten experts. Maybe it's more than ten. Maybe it's a dozen. Uh, in the fields relevant to something, and they're trying to figure out what that something is for the rest of the movie. All of these experts have gone missing, and it's related to this guy called Arliss Loveless. No, it's by not. By Kenneth Branagh. Not yet. Well, not yet. It's, it's still is. that McGrath guy. It but will they're be. trying to figure out why are these guys all missing, and what does the spider cake have anything to do with that? Spider cake? Spider cake? He basically sends a cake saying this note that they're reading about now, and when you, when you try to eat it, a whole shit ton of spiders come out, <laughs> oh, okay. which we find out later is actually sort of the handiwork of Arliss Loveless, because oh. he has sort of a spider fetish. Which is well, no more if, if you look at all music video yeah, if you look at all the design for his character stuff, everything in like his mansion is spiders, even his, his chicks face. have yeah. spider even, even, even spider even web his is his motif, evokes yeah. a spider. Yeah. Well, we saw we saw a good deal of that in the the opening credit sequence as well. There was a lot of spider there was webs. a lot of spider web yeah. design. Now, speaking of spiders, and we'll get back to this later, but obviously one of the things that everyone's listening to this to hear <laughs> is our comment on Kevin Smith's take on this whole thing, which actually started as as a story about um, John Peters, the producer of Superman. And also the producer and, and, and of Wild West. And went on to produce The Wild Wild West, throughout which, if you go to YouTube and type in Kevin Smith Superman, you will watch this story, and believe me, you really should, because it is one of the funnier things you'll ever see. It's also available if you want to get the DVD in Evening with Kevin Smith. And Evening with story. Kevin Smith is where it's from. The short version is he went in to write a, a draft of the Superman script, and uh, he met with crazy go nuts. He met with producer John Peters, who's crazy, and who insisted that uh, that the climax of the film should be Superman fighting a giant spider. He never he really a huge thing with that giant spider. Never properly explained why. He just insisted, and so um, he did it. But then you know they, they came around to Superman Returns, and the spider was dropped, and blah blah blah. But he was obsessed with the spider, and then the next movie he produced. The next movie he produces Wild Wild, 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 Wild West, Giant Spider, Giant Spider, spider in the third act. So, so at least he got it out of his system. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why they didn't have it in Superman. And they just yeah. finally got a lot of it. It's already been done. Once again, steampunk forever. Freaking rad. Here we go. Not only is it one of the giant front wheel bicycles, which are so cool to begin with, he's got little fire jets on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever you say that's about That's probably this movie, practical, too. Yeah, that's again, oh, yeah, it's very practical. Definitely. The artwork yeah. of all of the film are f- so cool. Yeah. It's a great thing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> nice horn. Mm. Ooh, transition. Yeah. yeah, it's very slick. What I like about that is actually that they figured they, they knew beforehand that it was actually going to fog out the scene and uh-huh. that they could do that and shoot yeah. the train that way oh, yeah. and everything. That's so brilliant. Rather than just being an after. Someone was thinking, now is this their train? Whose train is this? Because that's another, that's another function. I think this is their train. They, that, that's another thing straight from the television series is Gordon and you know, they had a train. They had their own, had their own train. That, that's was it all they, gadgeted out? It was all gadgeted out with booby yeah. traps in case they were you know, waylaid there because that was like their home base, but it, it traveled. I like to think about the havoc someone would wreak just going in and trying to do normal things in yeah. the if they didn't I'm know. Gonna get a glass of water. Boom! Yeah, they pick up this lamp and it shoots yeah, them or something. Exactly. Is he knitting chainmail? I think he's knitting chainmail. He is knitting chainmail. No, no, I, I remember this. They, he's he calls it his newest invention, uh, which mm. is supposed to stop bullets. I'm like, really? But nothing like the uh, chainmail that's been around for hundreds. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no. I just came up, which with they stopped using because it doesn't stop bullets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll still break your ribs and everything, but you'll be. Yeah, fine. but yeah. I always thought I was. 
I always find that fascinating that, you know, if you look at the history of armor, how armor over the centuries they got, they got to the point where they developed suits of armor where you could be totally mobile and every possible point of your body was completely armored and it was fantastic. And that's the point they invented gunpowder and, and guns <laughs> and, and armor was over the day after because guns, you know, armor doesn't stop gun bullets. Mm-hmm. So, so this, this huge centuries of development of armor went away. It hasn't really been explained why they dislike each other. They just kind of have to to give them some kind of relationship arc. <laughs> Which is another failing and, and, and also is, is uh, not certainly not taken from the show. In the show, they were definitely, it was a buddy show. You know, they uh-huh. were definitely buddies. They would, they would quibble, but they didn't have this open sort of hostility, you know, hostility towards each other. Well, obviously, you know, well, not obviously, but presumably they were aiming towards a franchise. So this was the origin <clears throat> yes, story they, of their partnership kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, that's that. It was good to have goals for them to, uh-huh. to do that. <laughs> oh yeah. dear! See, this is to me is like okay, we're it's a little silly. If you, I think that's a little more silly than we want for a show. Like, like yeah. those belts that fly out. Like yeah, this is a good rig. <laughs> like that's a good rig you want. Uh-huh. This movie is so amazingly trailerable. That oh it makes yeah, me wonder it definitely is that. how they. Botched they just the made the trailer campaign. first, then yeah. they filled it in as they went. That's the yeah. you know that? I think you're right, and it's weird because that's what I was going to say. This movie feels like it was designed oh, to, to sell it. Well, you know what? <laughs> they uh, I, I they kind of did that with Men in Black. It seems like because there's a number of things in you can you can look at early trailers for Men in Black and see things that are not in the movie. Well, yeah, They're, they and, have and, lines and stuff and but unfinished shots and so on. Shot, yeah, and that's and that, but that's typical. I mean, we're all in the business. We all know that you know yeah. there's going to be the day that the, the client calls and says we need a trailer for you know Entertainment Week, Entertainment Tonight next week, and you go, we just started, uh-huh. and I you have to bust out about, some shots. I you know? feel that way about one line that's actually grown into being a classic line of the film about a line in Jurassic Park where Richard Attenborough says, well, Alan Grant says, how did you do this? And Richard Attenborough says, I'll show you. <laughs> and I always felt like that was literally put in there so they could introduce the special effects documentary. Mm-hmm. How did you do this? I'll show you. They- and true fucking enough, by the way, the special effects documentary uses it for exactly uh-huh. that. There is a, there is James a, Oh, this is interesting. This is freaky. And, and, and as, uh, and this is one of the dumber concepts in a, you know, sure, we'll shine a light through the back yeah, of his head. But, but, but let's see know, what he likes. But, but on the other hand, like fringe basically did this exact same idea with a little more high tech gloss on it. Like this season. So, you know, right. this is a, this is like an ancient old wives tale. I think that's kind of like that upside down. Yeah. It is right. upside down. This is an ancient old wives tale be. that just will not go away. This concept of, you know, it's literally burned I like, onto your retina. I like how he's surprised by it and yet he has the device capable yeah he has the machine yeah what, what else is this for <laughs> yeah. if not to stick yeah. a head into you know and what what happens if it doesn't happen to be a disembodied head i mean you, you must have a different rig for that what doesn't m- make sense to me and once again obviously the central concept at work here should make sense to me but i don't care because it's magic what doesn't make sense to me is why what's burned on his retinas looks like a painting. It doesn't look like a it's photo. It's misty. Yeah. See, mortification of the aqueous humor, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is one where oh. put his glasses on and sharpens it up. So, of course. But it, it does look like a painting, though. No right. trees anywhere, too, even though he was in a forest when that happened yeah. in the scene before. Shut up. Go make a Oh, my God. Yeah. They're reading the wow, thing. Yeah. I can't even stand it. Shut up, Michael. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I can't believe they That's just what they did on Fringe. I cannot believe they just Bit of a stretch, but... Henry Wu, can you zoom in on that? Yeah, yeah. again, just here and one again, second. Let the computer but again, I, I mean, you, we can certainly name other examples where it's like, you know, okay, yeah, that's fucking balls out, bad shit, crazy. Of course it is. Oh, but if they just, if they'd been, if they'd established this thing where 
All right. We're supposed to take it seriously because we know they're taking it seriously. I think that even that, something as nutty as that, they could have gotten away with. Now, here we go, Michael, with what you were talking about with the racial tension at work. Because Kevin Klein just suggested, to be realistic, you should come as my yeah, manservant. You should be right. my slave because that's what you'd be. He really kind of should, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Given the- it comes, it's weird that you mentioned that you don't remember that happening because it actually is a central point of the whole movie. There's, a, there's several times, and in fact, at one point. Oh, my God. Wait a second. This is this okay. So this will be the second movie in a row where he gets a tiny gun and thinks it's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous, and it comes impo- becomes important later. Yes, yeah, and that, and true. again, I think that's, that's a noisy cricket. Noisy cricket. Exactly, and again, I think that that's part of what's wrong with this movie. This is Barry Sonnenfeld and and trying to uh, gloss over, trying to uh-huh. no, not trying to gloss over, trying to go. Remember that stuff that everyone loved? We'll do it again. You know, oh, and okay, and, yeah. not, and rather than making like another movie that is its own movie, they're just sort of doing. Well, it's just uh, for a couple of million each. Let's do a thing that uh, all, we'll just all, pretend we're doing Men in Black again. For all the things that cannot be defended about Wild Wild West, that I will no doubt try to defend. One thing that can is that they are aware of the fact that this should be insanely, really awkward between the two of them. Because at one point, Jim West even is getting hanged by a group of supremacists. He there's a whole scene, there's a whole gag where he's being hung for something that he did that was completely inappropriate to a white girl. Yeah, but that was. Uh, Kevin Klein's character's idea to do it because he had the stretchy rope thing. Right? Yeah, that's true. Still, why the fuck are- do I remember so much of this? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna let you go with that. You don't have to bring it up. Now, this guy right here is another one of those things that some some executive said it's not funny enough. Perhaps some yeah. more quips. And they added this whole thing where the train guy, who in the script was probably still a U.S. marshal, overhears several conversations which, out of context, sound funny. Whackity schmackity do. Like that whole thing happens with this guy several times. Where at the end of the movie, it's like, I'm a U.S. Marshal. And everyone else is like, whatever. Don't even care. Hmm. Well, I think again, it's it's breast comedy. This is just the they're way. just going on and on, just like they did with you know the you know, I'm naked and I'm fighting and I'm making jokes about that. You know, again, it's like it's just it's we're being funny here now. Everyone sees we're being funny, right? I mean, if this if that scene had been two lines where you know they talked about your breasts don't work out and the guy goes oh, touch my breasts, I dare you. But they've made they're, they're making a ten minute section out of this thing, you know, and it ain't that funny to begin with. I guess you're right. I I. I I really am starting to see this movie fall apart in front of my eyes. And it happened. Brian was like, are you worried about not liking this movie after this? I was yeah. like, shut up. No, are, are, we, are we finally going to get to see Mr. Loveless? I like, I, and I will, I will always we are probably the, like the movie the, that we got. The Spider House. Break here. Yeah. But I can see the movie we could have gotten. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's close. It's so much of it's there. And like, like I said, I think, I think if you took the original script before this became a Will Smith vehicle, I bet you'd see it. I Once bet. again, here we get our, our, our racial tension. Uh-huh. What are you doing, boy? boy? Yeah. I saw it, sir. I saw it. I was hoping I wouldn't have to break your nose. <clears throat> yeah. Jeez. Shut up. This whole movie is ingrained in my <laughs> yeah, brain. Yeah, good lord. Well, that's wild. Watch some good yeah. ones. Man. Now, again, it's like, now again, that this, they could have played that perfectly straight. They could have played that perfectly straight where this could really be his problem. He's, you know, this is post-Civil War, just after the Civil War. That would have been War. actually really cool. You know, that, that he actually, you know, he is a U.S. Marshal. This is post-Civil War. And he has to deal with the fact that no one respects him. Uh-huh. You know, that's a serious topic and could have been treated seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Definitely. Salma. Now we're establishing, although we don't know what we're establishing, we are establishing that Loveless, after being basically chopped in half has an insane fetish problem. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, not even just BDSM. 
Yeah. But like insane. So much more problems. than that. Where there's our first spider web. And the, and the money, to, and the money to pull it off, apparently, which is what makes him dangerous. And yet, and yet, and here's one of the central things about his character. Yeah, she is. And yet, he is actually without genitals. He has created yeah. a piston pumping, I think his words are, a some sort of steamy pumping irony uh, appendage <laughs> that we are never actually able to yeah. see, and thank God. But that his, his half-sum is actually an insane point of... You know, self con- uh, consciousness. Yeah. Why Which would is, you bother? It's not like you get any sensation yeah. out of it. You're just, you're just. I guess you're well, just getting, getting. You're trying to impress. Go, the, you're well, trying to impress the girl. Get, well, great, impress. Well, talk. You know, talk to. Talk to. <laughs> you're Quad- trying to compound the girl. With look, look into the sexuality like of paraplegics and quadriplegics. You know, it's, it becomes all about the mind. That's all you have. So it's it's all about you know what what you what you you're I still really part of the experience even if you're not. Huh? Have, you, have you read like articles in, in New Science about paraplegic sexuality? Yeah, you know they're out there and they they exist, right? They walk amongst us. No, I mean, don't. <laughs> you think they just stop thinking about it? I'm just saying they don't walk amongst us. Yeah, <laughs> they, they more they roll. Some of them crawl. I know. Yeah, okay, there you go. Wah wah. But um, no, no, it's it's you know it's anyway. There's more to it than, well, than the pointy the, thing going in that mushy thing. There's more to well, I'm sex. Just saying that we are I'm just saying that the folks at home. The fact that this character who we have not yet met, although now. Two or three minutes later, we, we are go. about to meet. Here we go. Uh, this is a hell of an entrance, we're, we're too. Exploring Good what entrance. will ultimately be his weakness. It's almost like a Willy Wonka caliber. It uh, is. It's, a, it's Willy Wonka as if, and it's Willy Wonka the new caliber, not Willy right. Wonka. Willy Wonka, caliber. if he was, you know, ex- instead of making candy, he wanted to rule the world. They blew up Willy Lincoln's Wonka. head. Yeah. Of course, Wonka. these people would all love that. Don't you, James? <laughs> that song. God, he's so cool. He's great at that. He is really. He really is, is kind of spidery. Cool. I mean, it <laughs> and there's some there's some very nice, oh, you know, here we go. By the way, nice by effects the way, work. The thing yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah, think yeah. holds up the movie is that this is right up there, if not above Lieutenant Dan on the holy sure. shit yeah. level. Look at just just as an effects artist, you know, you'd, you'd be on set. And you're like, okay, so he's he's getting his lower legs removed. He's sitting on this thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. What kind of a you know what what floor is he on? Yeah, um, reflective. reflective tile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Okay. It's nothing's gonna, nothing can move. Right. We're not gonna. Is he just in front of like? No, he's in a crowd. He's in a crowd, and the camera's moving. And he's gonna <laughs> spin around several times during the film. And by the way, what year is it? 1999. Oh, fantastic. Once again, although, although, this movie looks. Freaking right. I would no, they say did a they, great they job. may have gotten away with a lot of it. Uh, honestly, I don't know, but they may have gotten away with a lot of it on set. I mean, I mean, they're basically certainly you can. There are there are. It's you a know. shot by shot thing. So. Oh, yeah, could and be, there, well, there be, are magic yeah, acts. I guess it could be him leaning back away. Right. And it's mostly a prop torso. Right, but there are also. I mean, there are magic acts where people walk around and look like they're only the yeah. upper half of a torso. I honestly don't know how they do those. But they do them, and they could do them. Most of the time, it's a mirror trick. Right. I mean, usually you don't do it while it's moving, but. Um, well, no, David Copperfield did it. And if, yeah, you know, well, I seem to recall reading about it thing, that so. he would he was in like a kneeling position, and I don't, I'm not sure if they had different like you know they must, wheelchairs. That they must have had various like, ones for various in. shots. Yeah, of course. But you know, obviously, they go in tight on him like this, and they shoot him waist up for a lot of the time, and and don't worry about it. Yeah. By the way, did you ever hear that story about David snow. Copperfield got mugged and he basically he won? Yes, <laughs> because <laughs> he, he tricked the, the the mugger into thinking he didn't have any money. He was just doing sleight of hand. He won and he did a magic trick and and got his got his him and like two girls. With. Yeah. Away. Yeah. David Copperfield, that's total pretty, asshole. That's pretty badass. Awesome. Don't, pretty badass. Don't ever try that. If you're not David Copperfield, yeah. just give them <laughs> if the money. You're not David Copperfield. Well, <laughs> thing in the background. Well, Penn, you know, Penn. Really, the, the but really, cart- at that point, the cartoon cricket of Wild Wild West. Yeah. yeah. Really, if at that point, if you're David Copperfield, you're like, dude, I gotta try. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. I, if, if there's other people around, I gotta try. Yeah, to you didn't know how great of a story this will. You make. didn't. You didn't have anything that you thought of that you could try and do. You didn't mm-hmm. fly away or throw <laughs> throw a pigeon at the guy. Nothing. <laughs> now wow. there's this whole backstory thing here, which is which explains in some way, you know, whether or not it does a good job of explaining or makes sense to have explained. It explains why Jim West is so angsty throughout the entire film, which is that Bloodbath McGrath, Ted Levine, and Arliss Loveless, by extension, and not directly, massacred massacred a lot of folks, uh, including his parents. And since then, he's been an orphan, and he actually grew up being raised, if I recall correctly, by Indians uh, in in the (laughs) desert. So that's why he's so quippy, apparently. Indians. Who knew? Hmm. In any case, the whole thing revolves around there's there's a, a, a mid second act turning point where spoiler Ted Levine dies. Hmm. What? Ted Levine gets killed by this machine that Will Smith has heard. I'm sorry, James West has heard them talking about survivors of where his parents were killed. Actually, uh, is somewhat responsible, at least once again by extension, responsible for killing. Ted Levine's character at which point he realizes no it's not you who's responsible for killing my parents it's Arliss Loveless let's move into this third act with some momentum where's that giant spider Mm -hmm. anyway so now we're establishing that Arliss Loveless and Ted Levine oh god damn it I keep doing that (laughs) Arliss Loveless and Bloodbath McGrath are responsible for this thing and they're going to show it off uh, to a bunch of British buyers bringing us once again tying us into the third act which all revolves around the fact that Loveless is sick of this whole United States thing and wants to just sell off all the original land back to the original somewhat owners. Gets back into our conversation in, in a bunch of movies before this, which is that, and I, I, I you know, I completely summarize what he's saying and you'll, you'll hear it and be like, okay. But it comes back to the point we've already made, which is that if you want your bad guy to resonate in any way, give him something that, even if you don't necessarily agree with it, Kind of like yeah, that makes right. sense. That makes well, sense. It's that, always, yeah. I, I well, kind of see where you're it's coming from. The, it's always the the bad guy is the hero of his movie. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, that's exactly that's, right. That's what it ought to be. Well, listen, if it didn't make sense like that, it would be a ridiculous character. I mean, it always has to make <laughs> some sort of sense on some kind of level, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you would completely reject it otherwise. So. But, then, but the, we, as we've said many times, you know, there are movies that are just lazily or sloppily written where it's like, I'm the bad guy. Right, right. Okay, okay. Can't you see I'm wearing a dark outfit and I sneer all the yeah. time? They just which don't get into of, it. Which, right. which, which might notably for one of the failings of the Harry Potter films it, well, with it, fucking Alan Rickman. How do you yeah. screw that up? No, no, Alan Rickman. Well, Alan Rickman. Well, we haven't seen. Well, Alan, he's, Alan Rickman is Alan Rickman is that. is rude and abusive to students. That's at least something, you know. At least, right. uh, but that's but that's all his ever his crime ever dick. is, you know. Oh. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a bad teacher, and and the kids don't like him. But that's all the villain he needs to be. Yeah, he's you know. Well, to, until I mean, Voldemort. Part. Voldemort is the villain. Voldemort yeah. does all kinds of villainous stuff, but yeah. Voldemort has his reasons for doing it. Voldemort is trying to, you know, keep. He's trying the, to prevent dying. He's trying to, dying. yeah, and he's also. By the way, her last well, name is also. Nice. But, he, but he's also things, Voldemort's man. thing is you know purity of he's wizard right. society, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I feel like we're probably getting back into something more from the original series, which is that there's guys dressed up like paintings. In the they paintings. very much would have done this. They might well have done it at some point in an episode. Um, now, <laughs> several guys have fallen down. Ha ha! But wait, wait. Yeah. One, two, three. Bam! <laughs> yeah, One go. guy falls out of the Great ceiling stuff. painting. It's quite, it's quite possible that they might have done that from the original series because mm-hmm. why? Because it's something you could do without right. visual effects. Right. It's a you know, and I can see that working in a television series like that. Yeah. Okay, now we're setting up for our haha Artemis Gordon worthwhile character too. Let's explore him for forty-five minutes. 
This is not Artie. This yeah. is a lady that looks we've like Artie. We've seen yeah, we, we know that. that. Yeah, we've established okay. that. Are you just going to tell us what's about to happen yeah. in the movie the whole he way through? This is, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, the narrator? Once again, I'm trying to carry along the fact that not everyone knows this movie as, <laughs> yeah. as amazingly well as I do. Now, here we go. Here comes our here's a, here's a black guy that's hanging right. scene. Here's a plan that... Uh, Good old-fashioned hanging. Bit of a bit Out of a to the lawn. Now... We thought we thought Getter was a bad plan. This is a this is a plan that certainly depends. Alex like Rubio of... in the background. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Hello. I'm sorry, sir. By the way, do you think do you guys think I could pull off that sort of look, that 1800 steampunk look? Because I want to do that. What Who's do maybe look wearing a metal skull on your face? No, oh, you mean, a skull on the thing. Face. Look at that. Jump I off your like, legs and say white collar. Walk into the bedroom. Oh, all right. And like the black tie and the whole the James West look. Is My God. Yeah. Here we go. The fetish thing. Yeah. You don't have to a be... woman in a giant cage. And yeah. He has scale issues. <clears throat> as far as all the far-fetched gadgets go, I do remember this one, and I kind of like that he has this like air pump thing in his shoe, and it may, it powers a little Dremel that he cuts through, and that I kind of dig. Like Most of that train stuff is just so ridiculous, and it's like, yeah. okay, when are you ever going to need a mallet to swing out of the ceiling and hit someone back into the well, well, table? I guess one, of the things that the, one of the things that they have tweaked a little bit is that Gordon Gordon was the disguise guy, but they, they both had the gadgets. I mean, West himself, he was the guy who always had something in the heel of his shoe and really? you know, the hidden Derringer. I mean, West, West had the good stuff, too. Hmm. Um, Gordon was more just the disguise guy. Complicated characters don't work in movies, Trey. I know, apparently not. I remember there was. Uh, I remember one episode where he uh, he had a, he had a, a little tube of acid in the heel of his shoe, and he was like tied up, but he was able to knock the heel off and then squirt the acid onto his bonds and get loose that way. And that was a that was one from I believe from the television show. Now it's funny because I always thought this scene deals with the the prestige of the word redneck. He says redneck, and then it comes back to him because they hang him because he said redneck, or at least partially because he said redneck, and he's trying to defend his statement. By breaking the word redneck down into its root words, red and neck. And yet he has a lot of defense for now, the word course, red, but none for neck, which well, seems like the one that I could probably defend better than red. Now, of course, that was interesting because he says in my na- native land, someone goes, Georgia? Africa. <laughs> Africa. Of course, the other possible joke is that Georgia is a nation in Africa, as I recall. Wow. You just... Have another mic. I'm aware of. That was amazing. <laughs> but it may not have been at this time, but I think it was. You're thinking farther north. Yeah. It's not is in Africa. I'm thinking of Sierra Leone. Where is it? Middle East? In Georgia? It was a former Russian. Soviet Island. Georgia, yeah. Was Soviet it? Georgia. Soviet Georgia. Oh, yeah. fucking A. Yeah. School. So, so he's actually Russian. I'm still going to say it was from. I was going to say, he's like, well, you know, Georgia's <laughs> no, named after. Right. Georgia's thinking of Jordan. 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 I am yeah. thinking of Jordan. You're right. Georgia's named after King George. I don't think there's a lot of African connection to Georgia. But, um, I like how he how he uh, you know he blacks it up when he's talking yeah. addressing the crowd. He's yeah, we're not to all get hell no. And again, this is like he's just yeah. slavery. He's trying this not is, to get hanged so bad. He's like, yeah. I don't know. Are you going to pick your cotton? No, yeah. come on. It's cool. Let's all go back inside and kick the shindig off the right way. So and again, it's like it's like okay, this is one kind of movie, but I don't think it's what this movie needed was a scene like this. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I think I think a movie like this, they, they should have just been straight. Like he's really going to get lynched. It's really fucking serious and it's ugly and bad, and he has to get saved. You know, but, I, I guess you're right. One of the one of the principal failings of anyone that's trying to defend a movie that everyone else thinks is retarded is that they're judging the movie they see and not the movie that they could have seen. <laughs> and I'm totally guilty of that. You're right. This movie could be really awesome, not. I feel like an ass for saying it's awesome, yeah. which it presently is. Yeah, I I, I think the and, and again I'm the one who's like 
who has the most reason to be disappointed because yeah. I was like, oh, the Wild Wild West. Finally, Did you see the safety line? 30 years later, yeah. they, they get around to making yeah. something out of the Wild the, uh, West. And it's this. Nice. Oh, there you go. Nice. Didn't Sorry. even bother to remove the wire. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, they're like, fuck it. It pretty obvious to me. <laughs> and again, it's like, Wild Wild West, the television series, is ridiculous. You know, I, I admit that. And I was you know, seven when it was on the air, but I don't remember them mocking themselves as they did it. They, you know, mm. That's the difference is yes, this is ridiculous. Just go with it. Roll with it. Okay. We're going to take it seriously too. Here we go. Mm. And this, is, this is like no one, I just, it feels like the people in charge of this movie just didn't buy that this would work unless they let on that they thought it was stupid too. Uh-huh. So we don't have to take this seriously. Trey, I should have asked you at the beginning. Uh, yes. Are you familiar with the adventures of Briscoe County Jr.? You know, I, I, I'm aware of it. I've never seen it, but I imagine it probably may have the same kind of sensibility. Would do it's similar. I mean, I keep I keep seeing this, and I keep thinking that that Briscoe is what I wanted. You know, what I would as I'm watching it now, what I think this would have worked as, which is yeah. that okay, it stars uh, it stars Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, and and it's got that same humor where he doesn't take anything too seriously. He's running around his cowboy and everything, and they get into these sort of for them futuristic, but for us commonplace. So it's kind of funny. So you know, oh, right. it's a tank, or oh, it's a you know a blimp. You know, for the first time, I knew that about the show. Yeah. And so. and and it was really cool. And I, I for some, I remember again. It's it's totally in in memory of childhood. And stuff, so I should watch it again with you guys and get it torn apart. But um, <laughs> I've never seen it. and I'm curious. About no, no, yeah, it, you, maybe check it out. Maybe I should check it out again because we'll have a party. We'll have Wawa West in Briscoe County, and then, yeah, yeah, that'd be a show. We'll do an episode of each, mm-hmm. and we'll all learn together, sharing and growing. <laughs> and hugging. Now, as I, rec- I remember this scene, this, this is like where the, the, the gizmo comes in and, and kills everybody, right? The, the loveless, uh, uh, yeah. loveless, loveless turns on, on uh, Levine here and, and just massacres everyone. It's also the first of our many will be awesome giant art department accomplishments. Yeah. Here's our giant tank that kills people by swiveling its head. In 360 degrees, like you know, all tanks do that, but not all tanks look like this. Yeah. Hey, like so fucking awesome. This is so badass. It's, it's just a like, beautiful thing. This I like is that it's got lanterns to fuck on it. You up. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a hunk of metal. Look, it's got cleats for wheels. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like the gears are the wheels. They well, drive, of course, they're, they're excited because they think this has come to this is their part of the their yeah, secret yeah, yeah. Weapon. This, their weapon. I guess right? I see this is a perfect principal failing of the movie, and it's completely. It's completely summed up. Like a mi- like a microcosm of the failing of the movie is this angle, where you see the field's a target. Mm-hmm. Makes there's zero reason whatsoever to have that be the case, and yet the field is a target. You see what I'm saying? It's mode mm-hmm. like a target. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's kind saw. of subtle, but it's not subtle. Well, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> so, not subtle because you're so, coming in saying and how unsubtle it is. Well, I've seen this but, movie yeah. like twenty times. <laughs> This also is a very Wild Wild West series idea that, that, that you know, babes in, in dance hall gear are, are the uh, assistants. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and again, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Them. The girl that reads lips is called Miss Lippenrita. <laughs> yep. And that's just what he later calls in the movie, plays a, he, he dresses up in drag and dances for him, and she call, he calls her him Ebonia. I mean, it's like, yeah. really? <laughs> really? <clears throat> oh, here it comes. Oh, that seems like an obvious gadget to pull. Here we on. go. Yeah. Three, two, one, one. Ta-da! Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And I like how they, they even visibly, it they visibly yeah. timer mapped mm-hmm. it. So it's yeah. like, get right. it. no, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. The dog only held still for about a quarter second. We really yeah. needed to make sure you saw that. His master's voice. 
Once that again, is a cute doggy. Going so. back to <laughs> why I think this movie works, or at least why I believed it worked until today, he's making a point and he's trying to sell off. What he's doing is he's selling off this, not only the idea, but also the equipment. The idea that, no, you guys deserve this back. The 13 original colonies go to you, British dudes with sideburns. He's making a case. It's like, you know, when he explains it that way, it's like, yeah, we are kind of fucked <laughs> he up. He does have a point. America, also, America's history is sort of weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, he oh, also yeah. wants to get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, I mean, part of, the, part of the joke of what he's doing at the end is that, and it's a little piece for me to retire on, and it's like everything from Idaho to, like, Ohio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just a little something for brokering the deal, a little taste. There's the target. Yeah. Just, subtle target, guys? Now they really go out of their way to make sure you saw it. Here we time go. Look at this. Come on. This is cool. Train tracks. You know, literally, it's like if you you could you could, that looks a little different from the last shot to this yeah. little bit, but uh, you know, but you could. Uh, oh, that's right. And it all connects together and it becomes it part becomes of the like bigger a thing. It's dude. All, yeah, it's total Victorian transformer. The um, this movie literally, it's like yeah, it's it's if you could almost give a phantom edit treatment to this by if you could somehow cut Will Smith out of this you'd have you guys want to do that? yeah <laughs> get a green screen the red and just go out back I don't know how, I don't know how we I don't know how we end it if we we have to see if Artemis Gordon alone could could carry the movie but uh, you know and, and again it's it's I don't I don't I don't hate Will Smith it's just he was it was the wrong way to go with this we'd movie we'd have to replace the giant spider with like a giant refrigerator that says John Peters is crazy on it. <laughs> I don't I don't even hate the giant spider. Now we're about to get a, a dramatic, juice-filled moment of <laughs> exposition. You know, so. I think that I think that actually might have been the problem. What? Uh, the giant spider. In in terms of the marketing, you pitch a you pitch a movie called Wild yeah. Wild West. You pitch a movie called Wild Wild West, and you haven't really. I mean, you've kind of set up the gadgety thing or whatever, but. People people aren't familiar with the the original show and they don't know it's a steampunk thing. And then you you, you, you hang you, your you, hat. You, you put the spider on, on this fucking spider, <laughs> and everyone's like like they see the trailer and they've already checked out. They're like because yeah. it's it'd be like putting the the like what we talked about with Ghostbusters. It'd be like putting the marshmallow man in the trailer. You know, if you if you don't let the movie hold Explain your hand that. and lead you to that point, it makes no sense. Then you gotta say this looks like the stupidest movie ever, and you're not gonna go see it. But if you let it build up, then maybe maybe if they hadn't pushed that spider so much, maybe this would have been. Plus, the you're just waiting for the movie. spider the whole time, and you're like, "Where's the cool there freaking the huge spider, spider yeah. man?" Well, this was I think the the marketing campaign for the most part was it's Will Smith. It's July Fourth. You people are cattle. What yeah. else are you gonna go? <laughs> right. Go on. And that worked because. Yeah. $170 million dollar budget, opening weekend, $50, 50. million. Dollars. Yeah. Now, it always 10 works. years later, it's 2009, this came out in 1999. It's, it's, it still hasn't really broken a profit. 10 nope. years later, mm-hmm. it's only made $200 million gross across the planet. <laughs> yeah. It's only quadrupled its opening weekend in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Not so great. But um, I, don't, I don't know if that, does that, that was box office mojo you got that from? That was box office mojo. I, I don't, so. Does that include, but that, does that include video? No. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, box that's office mode literally box office. Include, yeah. uh, oh, then over the course video. of its two or three months of release, it's probably been fine. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad actually. That's not bad, but it's not it's not well, a blockbuster. Not, not, you know, it's not Dark Knight numbers, but whatever. No, it's not Men in Black or Independence Day numbers either. He's still alive. He's dying, Michael. Yeah, yeah but still, he swam all the way to shore. He was shot yeah. in the, exactly. He was shot in the gut and dumped in the ocean, and he's got that funnel in his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be full of water. Yeah. I can't be comfortable. He's probably got a fish. He in should there. drain it out and like crabs come out of it. Yeah, him. exactly. He's got a fish in there. I've got a babel fish now. I understand everything. And now, of, now of course, he's like, oh, I'm gonna. 
No, I'm a good guy since I'm dying. Puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> so Ted Levine, by the way, it's unfair that he got pitched and hold because that guy's bitching. He's really he's good. He's good. He, he, I mean, if you watch From the Earth to the Moon, he plays Alan Shepard. Which, by the way, for those paying attention during the Hook commentary, that's the connection that you miss. <laughs> that's why I did the Ted Levine thing yeah. from Sons of the Lambs. He played Alan Shepard. We were talking about Alan Shepard. If anyone he's, even noticed that you did that, he's amazing yeah. in that in that show. And also, he's done a bunch of movies where he's just the indiscriminate bad guy or the guy that becomes indiscriminately bad very soon, like Evolution and other movies that he's been in. He's also uh, he's also you know the third cop in Heat. We were talking about that Heat. earlier. Yeah. Um, well, he's not, you know, not the same character, but he doesn't have much of a character. Mm-hmm. He... I figure this guy's a holdout piece here. Bang, bang, tap to the head. Bang. Nah. Then this guy goes for his piece. Pop, pop. Now, here's the thing. The involvement Two of Coleman, who is bonds. the U.S. Marshal, but we don't know that yet, train conductor, feels like the sort of thing where it's like, you know, we need something furry to sell to kids. It feels like the Ewok thing or the Gophers thing. It's we like need something furry to sell to kids. And and the involvement of Coleman is like a we need a Coleman toy. It feels like that sort of no. <laughs> it's like no you know, that character needs to be involved so that the kids laugh in the movie. There's the toy. I don't agree with you at all. That's why Will Smith is in the movie. Yeah, Will yeah, Smith totally. is in the movie. Oh, really? Dude, he's yeah. barely in this thing. He's the most adult sort of humor in this whole thing. Is is his little reaction to the stuff and the fact that he's just a scruffy, surly guy. It's the stuff that children will not understand why he's reacting. Yeah, to right. He's he's, ah. he's one of the few grown-ups in the movie for us. You know, Will you know, Smith is like, like, I'm naked. It's uh, funny. I guess that's a good point. I'm dressed like a woman. It's funny. I mean, yeah, the leads are giving us our low, lowest common denominator humor. <laughs> they're they're covering that base for us just fine. You know, and maybe Walsh is kind of speaking for the adults in the crowd. Just kind of overhearing them. These guys are idiots. Just kind of going, fuck. <laughs> Why am I stuck with these guys? What am I doing here? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm so above this. Oh. Hello. I like how there are apparently a lot of levers on the outside of this train that sort of <laughs> that make you know happen, flip the yeah. chair upside down for some yeah. reason because you'd need that you know or let you in through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> now there is you know. Do you think this is a movie that's obviously we know John Peters is perhaps kind of okay but certainly crazy and gives weird notes. Do you think this is a movie where you're looking at the final polished evidence of a crazy producer? No. Some of it, at least. Peters has produced lots of movies, some of which well, I mean, are quite he, good. I was reminded of that when Ryan was I like, I, why would there have levers on the bottom? I know, I know it's fun to make fun of, you know, John Peters, but, you know, I, I don't disagree with any of his notes to Kevin Smith for Superman, because I think Superman's pretty much a stupid idea to begin with, and I think the suit is stupid, too. Um, if, if, somebody, if I had the rights to Superman, I don't know if a giant spider would be necessarily my fetish, but I might have given him the same notes, you know? I might have said... Uh, you know, and 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 notice that uh, there's been an entire television show called Smallville, which basically took those first two notes, where Superman doesn't fly and doesn't wear the stupid suit, and it's been quite successful. So, right on. Okay, you know, Take that, like, Smith. I don't think John you know, <laughs> John John Peters is not necessarily crazy. John Peters had a vision that he wanted to do, and you can disagree with it, but I don't think he's crazy. Hmm. You know, he's crazy because he's rich. I give you that. He's been rich for a long time. And that's, you know, that's why he sort of acted in that strange, come to my house and tell me the movie, you know, as opposed to me having an office like a regular human. But that's rich crazy. That's nothing to do with producer crazy. That's true. Now, see, this is, this is the opposite of the experience with Jaws, where we're watching this and we have no sound, and I'm like, I really don't care. 
Yeah. What's it's, happening? It's like, okay, now he's kissing her. I don't her understand and... what's happening very much because I'm not paying much attention. That's and why I'm I don't trying care. to lead you through with telling you the right. point. Yeah, thank you. Because, yeah, yeah, that whole concept of why the villain's doing what the villain's doing, we certainly wouldn't have gotten that trying to help. By, by watching. Kevin Klein is doing the best he goddamn can. Kevin Klein, everyone in this is I good. Kevin I mean, Klein again, it's like so this. Much. Good. I don't, I don't, I, I, it seems like I'm coming off always like, knock, I'm not knocking Will Smith. I admire Will Smith tremendously. I like most of the movies he's made. He just should have done this one. This is the wrong movie. Out? I have. I love that movie. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Klein. Yeah, he does a good job. It's great. Don't dance. No, the whole radio, the whole yeah. the tape he buys. <laughs> that is a lovely window treatment. Oh, that was a trick. Ah, yeah, great stuff. Some like. And if I'm again, not mistaken, a Frank Oz film. I think. Yep. In and Out was Frank Oz's. There you film go. As well. You know, I see what you're saying. This is at its heart what should have been. I mean, is, but what should have been exploitive in nature. And it's kind of, it does have that glossy, not Men in Black, but definitely Sonnenfeld feel. Mm-hmm. You know, Men in Black had its own thing going on. It has sort of its own aesthetic and, and its own, I don't know, vibe, attitude. But this definitely has that, here's a studio movie, guys, enjoy. I mean, even the, even the stunt sequences yeah. feel like, yeah, they had some budget, but bam, let's do this. Yeah, and this should have felt like a 70s This movie. really should have felt, you're right, it yeah. should have been like a Robert Rodriguez or, yeah. I mean, Sonnenfeld and Chris Columbus probably get called for the same gigs. Yeah, they, the, the Sonnenfeld, yeah. The Sonnenfeld tone the Sonnenfeld tone worked great for Adam's family. It was dead on for what the Adam's family should have, you know, was, and it worked great. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> for some of the grown-ups, you know, Sonnenfeld, <laughs> Sonnenfeld worked great for Adam's family. It worked great, great. It worked great for Men in Black because Men in Black, the, the overall concept, I think, deep down in Men in Black is the world is so much more ridiculous than you know, you uh-huh. know, and and Adam's family kind of was about that too, you know. It's like you think you think life is crazy. You have no idea how crazy life actually gets. Well, and, and with Adam's family, it was also like, are they really the crazy yeah, ones? Yeah, exactly. It's are like they you, the weird ones. It's like you think your family, you think your family's nuts. Check these yeah. people out. You know, however you want to approach it. But that sort of surreal, you know, this, none of this feels real to me. You know, vibe it worked for Men in Black and it worked for Adam's family. It, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Not familiar with the world, and it doesn't work here because this is trying to reconcile this, you know, massive death, civil war, racial unrest. You know, I just I don't think there's a fit here that could make that could have worked. Hmm. Maybe could have worked, but certainly doesn't. Yeah, I love trains. <laughs> Steam trains are bad. Remember Back to the Future Three? No that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, well, especially after it was retrofitted as the okay. time machine. We're about to get some of our first CG. Prop department uh, intervention moments. No. They're, okay, they're chasing this guy in his bitching, by the way, train, his transformer train, uh, and they're going through this tunnel, and it's this whole tunnel thing. Right, the legs. They, they right. come out on the other side, and it's like, uh, okay, this I've, is a train track, and he's not there anymore. I vaguely remember this. I, I think I. And we, they did a real good. They animated it really well. It's. I mean, this movie, for all the things going against it. Well, a lot of great people worked on it. Well, you can say that about a lot of movies. Yeah, though. especially yeah. a lot of bad movies. Especially, bad especially movies, the studio misfire. Sturgeon's Law. Yeah, Sturgeon's Law. Here we go. You should have seen the legs in that this, shot, though, actually. Yeah. The first time I watched this, I didn't even notice. Those were, <laughs> well, that's the point. It's made to look like it's like hold, a it's frame a tr- holding up It's a trestle. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, train track, track or something. But here we go. Watch the smoke, and, there we, and then we get a thing. It's good stuff. And it's like, oh, it's so cool. They had a lot of fun with the fact that since it's old school, it's all a little rickety. It all bounces. It all yeah. there's Which weight helps. there because everything kind of bounces right. and shakes it's and shimmies. It's definitely harder to come to, to communicate. Speaking as an animator, I'm sure Trey can talk about this more than <laughs> me. Yep. 
speaking as an animator, it's way easier to convey weight when what you're doing is naturally rickety. It's way harder <laughs> sure, to convey yeah. weight when what you're conveying is graceful. Like any yeah. CG object, like any alien that's trying to be graceful, and you know, like the Attack of the Clones guys, the cloners, <clears throat> the Nemoidians, or the guys in AI, the they don't Kaminoans. convey weight at all because yeah. they're trying to be graceful, and it's right. like, well, graceful things that they can't weigh 180 pounds. They can't wait 250 pounds. Now, what, speaking of the animation, as I recall, we'll see when we read the credits, so don't turn the DVD off for the okay. credits. Because um, this was ILM. ILM did the creation of it. This, um, by this point in my own career, if we can call it that, I had finished the Tippett Studio, which is up in Berkeley near ILM. Uh, of course, obviously a lot of trade-off in personnel between Tippett and ILM from time to time. Uh, one of our key animators on Starship Troopers and my favorite, uh, on Starship Troopers left Tippett to work at ILM afterwards um, and I happened to see his name in the credits of this. Mm. I think he I think he was one of the animators of the spider. Um, I think. I think he was credited as an animator which makes perfect sense to me. After Starship Troopers. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. at, at, well, because his name is Ziggy. John Zdankiewicz. We call him Ziggy. Um, John Zdankiewicz. He's always listed at the end of the credits because you know his name starts with Z. But um, Ziggy was great as an animator, but he was great as an animator with stuff that was highly technical, and he he'd write expressions like you can't believe. So, so watching this movie and then seeing his name in the credits is like I I can understand why. Right. Probably giant spider a was probably system of all over Z- Ziggy was I'm, I'm, without knowing I'm it, there. without ever asking yeah. him about it. I'm betting Z- Z- Ziggy was all over that spider animation, and good for him because he's really cool. So. um so, uh, in fact, he sent me an email the other day. I have to respond to him. Dude, I just watched Wild Wild West again. What was that like? <laughs> Is that rubber rope? It's a callback. Once again, the time. That's a weird little speed run. Oh, you like that flip there? He did? Yeah, very nice. Very realistic. Yeah. This movie, but anyway, the, the giant spider technically and all this hardware, this you know, this, this, this iron, stuff this, is awesome. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. You know, it's ILM. Now, this movie. On all the levels that I personally enjoy it and feel ostracized for enjoying it by the masses, <laughs> on another level, on another level, I'm almost disappointed because steampunk, although now with the dig culture, has become a huge thing, has always been categorically awesome, and this movie <laughs> yeah. did not bring it to the public the way it, frankly, should have, because the public should have been like. This is cool. This is really and, cool. And, and, and it's well, we would have had a lot more uh, steampunk stuff if this had been successful. I was going to say if it, beca- if it went into a series and then it was an ongoing thing and we and we liked it. If we enjoyed the ride, they'd, we'd have a lot more opportunity to get toured through all these really cool steampunk things. Yes, right. Well, I, ju- I don't just mean Wild Wild West. I mean, <laughs> Munisha. That's a good this name. Been, if this had been a blockbuster, then you know the studios would have been like, oh, "What right, was that? Sure. That was steampunk. Do more of that." But did steampunk? Like with Matrix did, and stuff like I don't that. know the history of it. Did steampunk exist wow, as a kind of as a phrase, as a term, as a concept at this point? Well, certainly not steampunk. The central I, ideas have always been around. Sure, but steampunk probably not. I don't know that for a fact. No. And exploding the exploding pool ball. Very important. Yeah, they, they even mention it on the back of the box. Yeah, so, so know you know it's important. We're waiting for that eight ball to come in, man. Just give me the ball. <laughs> so he said that one of his helper girls is named Munitia, which is good. That's a good name. So his name is Loveless, but what they really want to say is Dickless. Actually, uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. This man has no dick. Uh, Wikipedia says that steampunk is a subgenre of fantasy and speculative fiction that came into prominence in the 80s and early 90s. That sounds okay. right. So before this, but, you know, recent. Okay, see, now, the first bit, it makes sense now because look, 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 look. It works. It's a movie that's perfect, right? 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Wow, well, they really life. phoned ahead this on is that one. Movie. Yeah. This is where it gets, you know, again, it's like the guys, the bickering, just the bickering just does not fly. It just doesn't feel right. This scene also, as I recall, oh, this is where they show the big wiener machine. Whether whether it is or whether it is or isn't, it felt like an afterthought kind of scene. It's like you know, like a post production kind of a scene. Like we're going to make this scene much bigger and more amped up. There's a 20 minute period there where no one dies, and frankly, nothing's going to fly in this movie. So <laughs> a well endowed Blackamore. Yeah, can you? Yeah. Oh yeah, and wait, wait for the cut. Wait for the. Have they already done this? I, I Mechanology. Was, check this out. Pan over, two. over. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> he made a spring penis. Wow. That, that shoots that shoots flying discs. Now there's a practical outfit. She's wearing a practical outfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Metal spider web spikes hanging off of it. It works for me because it seems to evoke a um I don't know, one of those older dresses. It seems like yeah, it's, it's maybe a, it's the a, frame for a dress it's like that. It's, it's a whalebone it. dress without it's the It's not dress as outlandish that. for their time yeah. that Spider it's supposed Canyon. to be. Besides, it's like if, it if you're Dr. Lovis, oh, there's, some, there's some nuts a great comping. But, uh, um, well, I'm going to say they did that one on purpose, probably. Though. Um, you know, it's meant to look like a process. We always like to give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah. But um, I, does that, that doesn't look... There's I mean, no way you, you I, shoot it that way and not intend for it to look that well, way. I understand what you're saying, but it just looks to me like a very... It's maybe a misplaced, but intense ND filter. Not... Not a bad comp. So I'm okay. No, well, no, it's it's well. Anyway, I don't. I mean, it doesn't necessarily look like it. Could, it, it had. You, to you could comp. talk me into uh, believing that that was actually real. I mean, they could have actually shot that. And this whole thing, this whole sequence, is very dark blue sky. It's the indie filter look. Uh huh. The polarizer. I'm sorry, not indie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Now that's a that's a hell of a miniature. Actually, it's kind of cute that they they oh. went in. and this is kind of cool. Watch it start. But it's cute that they did this as a miniature. I mean, it's like it just has a little bit of that miniature look to it that you can still. I spot. like how James West he basically is like the red herring fake science solution for his problem. Well, okay, how long does it take a magnet to lose its power? Like four hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! Yeah. I thought if we could just run for thirty seconds, we'd yeah. be cool. How long does it? How long does it take to? Damn. Stop! Stop flying level. You know, it's like it's the flying level that's the technical problem. But uh, you know, but uh, I think clearly somewhere, somewhere, Brad Bird was watching this movie, going, "I should use this in a movie of my yeah. own someday." Someday. Wow. Some of these shots are like, "Okay, Sam Raimi." <laughs> yeah, very Sam Raimi. Okay, I want to talk about how like this this really completely run, run. me in terms of on the technical. I always hate when they like do magnets like in ways that make no sense at all. Like in you should have been here for crystal, crystal skull. skull yeah. the, the gunpowder only follows it if it's on camera. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and exactly. the, fact that, the fact that they fly endlessly is the problem. Yeah, and they yeah. turn around and like seek them out yeah. like they're smart. And you know. also, could you not, uh, you know, turn your head ninety degrees and you be okay? <coughs> well, yeah. This Brad, thing would just hit your neck and knock you, and then it would fall down. Yeah, Brad. And also, I like how they explode when the two metal things yeah. hit each other. Brad Bird certainly saw this scene <laughs> at some point. Now that we now that we get to see it, so yeah. No, and and, and also, wait, I mean, wait, wait for the startling comedy. At you. That's funny. <laughs> That's some comedy. Wait, is this a poop canyon? <laughs> is that what this is supposed to be? This doesn't make any sense. It's mud. I, I hope that's mud. Yeah. Well, I, you know... They I, didn't scream, oh no, it's a poop canyon. I, oh no, it's filled with no. shit! <laughs> but so I, yeah, not lowest comedy. Yeah. Because well, yeah, then they would have... Uh, okay, okay, they would, let's they, talk about Slumdog Millionaire, which won an Oscar, yeah. and it's a poop... It, it a, a poop that pit. is a poop pit, okay. definitely, yeah. I, I would not put it above <laughs> Wild Wild no. West. It was just not particularly phoned ahead if that was a poop canyon. That's all <laughs> That's I'm saying. That's true. <laughs> Michael's like, fuck me for thinking it was a poop canyon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In this movie, if that was a poop canyon, then they would have gone, shit, as oh, they yeah. fell. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, according to the box, which I, it's not in my reach, <laughs> which is the source she of all truth. A, Michael, what is what is Rita? A mysterious adventuress. Mm. See, now here's my whole problem. Now, obviously, that was written like nine months after the movie. <laughs> Fell like a rock at the, movie, at the box office, but someone's trying to make it work. But the idea that our character is mysterious <laughs> is not, and please, filmmakers, think about this, not the same as we haven't told you everything about this character. Yeah. There's a difference between someone being inherently mysterious, mysterious and, and having intriguing. A, and having something revealed about them at the end of the movie. Yes. Yeah. It's not the same as oh they really should have just said fact about her that you didn't know that kind of sort of not really changes everything they really should have just said you know Salma Hayek's enormous fun bags and fantastic ass <laughs> lend a great visual style to an otherwise lackluster it's film the you same know. thing with R two D two in the in the in the original trilogy now that you've seen the, the mysterious R two D two it's like the, he's it's so not mysterious R two D two was mysterious before and now you understand that the whole time R two D two knows what's going on that's Wow, that's what the, a twist. That's the mystery. These prequels were so <laughs> yeah. worth it. The mystery is, why is R2 such a bastard? <laughs> that's right. Because he's mysterious. As I recall, I, don't, I could be misremembering it, but this scene is kind of the, for whatever reason, added in post, you know. We we'll, we'll wait get, a second. Did we, he just hit it with a rock shut and up. We should have watched this movie with, with, the, with, with, with the bad astronomer just for yeah. this scene. But, but yes, the whole thing is completely ridiculous. But this, I believe, this scene. This is like one of those scenes where they said, "Okay, we're going to put him back in costume, put the collars on him, we're going to go to a rock in the desert because we need this extra scene because this like is an extra added something." That doesn't actually look unlike Vasquez Rocks. If you shoot it from <laughs> probably a certain not. angle, no. But I recall, actually, I recall that looks an awful lot like Vasquez Rocks from a certain <laughs> that's angle. That's probably what it is, frankly. Yeah, I know. It's you know twenty miles out of LA. Mm-hmm. Right. It's where they shot Arena for Star Trek. Yeah, see, oh the comedy, oh the comedy with the wacky oral sex joke. Yeah, oh the oh the homophobic. Oh yeah, oh hell no, oh hell no. He can't stop staring at it. Slavery is wrong, guys. That's right. In any form. Slavery is wrong, but gay jokes. Yeah, perfectly okay. Still, still on the. That's right. Yeah, we can't make fun of the black people anymore, but fags are still open season. We're fine with that. Vasquez rocks. Yeah. Or something similar. And then, here's the comedy. This is how magnets work. This is, this is exactly how magnets work. How magnets work. Also, how they, they didn't, you know, it's not like their, neck, their, their things repelled each other before he changed the polarity. Right. By yeah, no. Or the yeah. rock, you know. Yeah, that's all true. Now, here's another thing that, we'll get into this whenever we do the last action hero, but the joke that, I'm wet, I'm clean, mm-hmm. is, is, this isn't, being turned into a joke but it's clearly what they're making fun of in that movie which is that they were just covered in dry mud mm-hmm. they hit the water brown suits became clean black suits uh-huh. yep. now incidentally I don't think the last action hero succeeds in that joke but that's beside the point we'll get there eventually have some Gila monster nice. now do you, do you do, I wonder I don't recall but I want to I want to find out if he actually says there's a moment here where he points out to him do you see that fly it's attacking the the the, bug, uh, the, the spider I, I don't think he says anything like well the spider is the most dangerous insect in the insect kingdom <laughs> oh. I think he, but I think there's something like that I might be wrong the spider motif well no it's like literally the John Peters we should add this line because this is such a cool line it is this, the line he supposedly gave to Kevin Smith when he was it is yeah <laughs> not, not only spiders the but spiders the, the like, most what? yeah was the most vicious killer or whatever it is that's fine yay <laughs> yeah 
one of the world's greatest hunters. The um, but he's talking about a, the wasp, that's a, not that's a, the spider. That's a damn good looking bug. Yep, that thing looks good. <laughs> I'm hungry. How about you guys? Yeah, mm. they just capitalized Negro. Is that screwed up? No, that's no, that's how you do it. Yeah, okay. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we used to do it in my day, uh. back when we were allowed to say that word. Yeah. It's kind of falling out of favor. All right, here we go. Are we going to get a little subtle yeah. push in here when he talks about the fact that... <gasps> oh, his family... Ah. You don't get credit for that, though, because you remember all the lines, so I, I'm yeah. going to say you remember all the push-ins, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last time I watched this, I didn't know what film was, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. This was like Spider Canyon. Definitely calm. Yeah, this one is because yeah. they lit them kind of weird. Yeah, this is, and they have highlights that aren't that are like way hotter than anything in the actual yeah. world. It's it's you know, they're getting they get points for the tracking the, no the tracking the tracking they get points. Yeah, there's no focus the, difference. Yeah, and uh, I love how oh. suddenly it's magnetic. Suddenly again. it's magnetic again. Watching. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he would have watched him go for a mile. Now, yeah. you recall <laughs> in a leak of their own where the lady slid. Two That's feet. been there the whole time, by the way. The, the yeah. tracks have clearly been there the whole time. Exactly. Why only now? And they run. Oh, I guess the dust. Prevented yeah, the dust from prevented the magnetism. You know, slid two feet. We covered all this in, like in Crystal meat. Skull. <laughs> Kevin Klein just slid like sixty feet across the, the desert floor and it didn't let go. Yeah. Didn't, didn't let go. It. Yeah, his wrist would probably just be a bone now. Yeah. Yeah. His wrist was pinched against the ground between that and the piece that he was. And, I, and I guess, also inferring that they just walked to catch up to where this train was going. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And right. I guess I guess okay. it, well, I guess everyone everyone probably yeah. has a different line where they like. Three to, weeks later. Yeah. Everyone has a line where they'll that they have to draw. But you know the idea that there's Victorian era, if that's the right word I'm using, steampunk gadgets Victorian that kind works. of function alike. You know, thing is is one thing. You can go okay, oh. fine, I'm into it. But if you want to then say. And magnets work in ways that magnets okay. don't. You know, yeah. that's, it's good timing. Yeah. They, they were just waiting. They're no, like, "Let's be here." Good. We just happened to walk over here where All you right. left us now, to die, and now we're back. I want there to be a reveal of a giant spider in the third act. And there you go. And here there you comes. go. That is, in fact, a giant spider. And again, I I got no problem with John Peters because producers want to make the movies they want to make, and then they make them. So here he got you know Kevin Smith w- wouldn't wouldn't do the movie he wanted, so fuck him. Now Sonnenfeld did. There's, there's, there's now what's funny is that I feel. There's even some good if shit you, going on here, too. Succumb, even, if you, even if you invest yourself in what he was going for. I understand as a child he saw, he, and Kevin Smith goes into this a little bit, how the reason he wanted a spider is because he saw, what was it, King Kong? And there's there's a reveal of a giant spider creature in the third act. Mm-hmm. But I feel there's a vital no, difference. No, that's not it. He, he, was say, he was just saying he wanted he wanted the King Kong moment. The King moment Kong moment, right. The, the, giant, yeah. the, right. the giant doors open and there's a, a monster. I guess that's right. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like... Even though I've seen this movie a thousand times and I know what that spider's about to do, I don't feel like that spider is... The moment the moment where it's like, oh shit, that spider is not there because it's more like his car is a spider. Uh-huh. It feels more like a, that's what he uses to get around, and not a, that's his, I, oh my god, gonna kill you I mobile. don't think the reveal was good. He did, well, he didn't get the King Kong moment. Yeah, The, the it, camera was too close and I'm it's saying, just yeah. a bunch of stuff. You needed to have the moment... Where he he's doing a little speech and that you know even just to his people and then reveals it and boom out it walks you know yeah. um, and and then you've got uh, the moment where you're like oh crap it's you know the atom bomb of this movie but um, but as it is yeah I think you're right it's it's totally like oh his he's, he's the, traded in his his train yeah for a spider they blew the reveal on that one definitely one way or the other could have been set up now you know they're about to do what what. 
has been done in countless movies um, where they're going to have a flying machine that just doesn't make any, you know, a fine Victorian flying machine, but a completely impractical Victorian flying machine. I'm sorry. You know, oh, the, uh, right. You know, I'm, you know what's funny? These rocks that you see here, which are, which are decidedly a Utah thing, so I'm not surprised when they say they shot this in Utah because it is fucking, it looks like Utah. This doesn't. This might have been like the Mojave or something, but I was driving across the country when I was moving from Florida to L.A. I was driving uh, through Utah for reasons that are part of a longer story. And I realized... You mean the I, part where, where it's between you and L.A.? That's why it's a longer story, Michael. Okay. In any case, yeah, I went through Denver. I went the long way. The, um, there's a road in Utah... And this, it's like this golden spike thing is true too. It's true. I was, I was going to say, is that, are they did they have the year right? Is this the actual, point, Yeah. Now, of course, Grant wasn't at the driving of the golden spike, but it's a movie, so we'll let that. And it's also an alternate history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> like I said, we'll let it go. But yeah. where Biff is with your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving around. Biff I, is rich and powerful. I was on like Route, you know, twenty five point three or something like that. Some pissant little road going okay, through we've Utah. We've done this three times. For fuck's mm-hmm. sake, can we just show mm-hmm. the spider? Going through Utah. And there is a point where you're on this little road, and it's just some random-ass road, not like an interstate or anything like that. And you come around a corner, and all of a sudden, you're on the road from Forrest Gump, where he's running with the group and stops and turns around. Oh, nice. That, it's like a long... It's, you'll, you'll, you, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, shit, there it is. It's like a long straight road, and it kind of turns off to one side, and at the should have been the There's your King Kong shot. Deal, yeah. Right, exactly. And at that turn, there's that rock, and you're just like, fucking Forrest Gump. And it looks exactly like where they shot, at least the shots that are trying to look like Utah. It's that same just big rock thing. And I came around a corner and was like, holy fuck. Yeah. They shot Forrest Gump here? No, I'm sorry. Apologies to Kevin Smith, you know. But, you know, what has Kevin Smith ever done that's that great? This Giant Spider's badass. Giant Spider's cool. It is. This thing is cool, all right? He he doesn't quite know what to do with effects, definitely. You know, maybe no, but, Kevin, but Kevin Superman, Smith. But again, Kevin Superman. Smith doesn't know how to direct. Is his problem? Ooh. He writes really nice stuff, and someone should direct. I it don't someday. disagree at all. Not but even kind of. Kevin Smith can't direct very well, but he writes great. He should be. He's a great writer. Um, but fun looking spider. Yeah, exactly. Now that's a president. That's a president, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is such a Barack Obama thing. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed you're a spider. I noticed you're in an eighty foot spider. Now, so you're talking about the, the plausible versus implausible. It's like the spider, just the spider itself. We could talk about how steam. You know, the MythBusters could do a whole episode about how steam and coal power could not power that, and the, you know the linkage, the linkages are impractical, and that's fine. We can squint our eyes and go, okay. And get away with it. Right. The magnet thing is just too in your face stupid. He just you know, stands you, there and you lets can't, him blow shit up yeah. around him. He's like, well, what? he is the president. He's got other trains. Well, what are you going to do, but, run? Yeah. It's like that thing SNL yeah. did where Barack Obama's like, run. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. All right, now here we go. It, it, they brought it back. Once again, you know, the look, reason bringing things back doesn't make yeah it doesn't make no, no, it well structured just yeah. because you you just because when you wrote it in you went that back is, and added okay, right, right, right. that is your response to what I'm about to say what I'm about to say is that this is why people like myself and a lot of other people that didn't go to film school and don't really aren't as discerning or saw a movie when they were growing up they don't understand why people hate a film because to them it seems like well every other movie is ridiculous and all the parts are working in there they all seem to be doing what movies do why don't you like this movie. Things like this are why people get confused. It's because it's like, well, that's a, a reveal. It's like, oh, they brought that back. Things like that, where whether or not they have the emotional impact that made them work the first time and the people started copying that formula, they see the formula and go, oh, that's a, moving, that's a, that's a good shot, or that's a good movie. It's the same thing with, like, Battlestar Galactica makes effect shots work, in some cases, using the zooming effect. It feels like a lot of things recently, and 
not big movies because big movies make this work, but smaller projects will use the zooming effect. And it's like, see, we're making it work because we're using the zoom. And they just get it wrong. But He's someone dead. doesn't know what they're looking at. I like that 50-foot drop yeah. he just took no. on his spine. But someone who doesn't know what they're looking at might look at that and go, well, they did everything that always works, so I guess it's working. And that's exactly what happened with me. And a lot of other people that enjoyed this movie and don't understand why people are mad at it. I'm going to uh, have to disagree with the a lot of other people who enjoy this movie, as we have established. <laughs> like we established not, maybe not in this room. We established that worldwide there was a dearth of people who yeah. enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I represent a minority. What can I say? And like I said, I don't hate it. This is like 80% there. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. You know, go back in time and say, Mr. Peters... Sonnenfeld and, and Smith are fine, fine, talented people with a history of, of success, but they're not for your giant spider Wild Wild West movie. Well, uh, Make, Smith the, didn't do this, though. Uh, this was written Will, by... Will Smith didn't do this? Oh, I thought you meant Kevin Smith. No. Because we ta- we've been talking about Kevin Smith and John Peters. No, I'm not talking about... I know Kevin Smith didn't write this, but... No, I'm no, Will Smith. Will Smith right. and Sonnenfeld are not the... You know, you've got 90% of a great project here, but this is not a well, Will part Smith. part of it is the script, too. It could have used some polish. I'm not sure... Well, and I'm saying, I'm saying that's not the case. I'm saying the problem is the script is fine except for the parts when Will Smith is talking Will Smithy on it. Uh, and, and I think you're right. That's a good know, point. It like, really is fucking Will Smith's problem. It's Will Smith. Screw this movie Okay, up. so you have no problem with what Okay, it's Will Smith doing it, but it's in the script. What is about to happen no, no, here? No. I have no problem whatsoever. Lola. It's just that we, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's brilliant. See, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. We're saying the same thing is that it is 80% of the way there, and it's the 80% that's there is the part where it's like, everything's there. The it's just not working. Production design, the plot, yeah. it's all there. It's the same thing where some people just no. don't notice when something isn't working, and that's frankly, and, and I, it's, it's a bad thing to say about myself, but that's me in some cases. What's I don't wrong know is that this should be, work. you know, pick, oh, pick, pick another actor. You know, yeah, his. He's got his chainmail, see? Oh! I'd like to know how that... Callback. Per- ...that saved him from dying when he dropped 90 <laughs> feet onto his back. He was he was saved in that case because he's a guy in a movie. Right. So Still. Well, given this movie... That is a hell of a set. Yep. That is a fantastic set. Once again, this movie had a budget. Oh, yeah. this yeah. is a hundred and seventy million dollar you know. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 man, Brana is is chewing scenery better than anybody can. Man, he's 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 great. <laughs> Loveless land. There you go. Uh-huh. Big old grin. Yeah. Like that. And like I said, I still fall back. I love this. You know, uh, knows what movie he's making. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. he knows he knows he knows how to play this. He knows what the line is. And I think Klein could have known. I think Klein allowed himself to go to the camp side of it. And, and you know, Smith was just making a, a Smith movie. By the way, 1999 was the year that Wild Wild West and The Matrix came out. Yep. The Wild Wild West cost $170 million to make. And it's the Wild Wild West. The Matrix, 63. Mm-hmm. And, which, and what did Matrix make? <laughs> Matrix made on its opening weekend half. But that's the opening weekend of The Matrix. It's gross... Uh, <coughs> only a couple weeks later was already twice what Wild Wild West was. Yep. And and rightly so. Because Matrix, you know, we can quibble about Matrix and we have, but Matrix worked. Yeah. Matrix you know. all came together. <clears throat> yeah. How much cost to make a Star Wars movie, typically? No, new ones. Prequel. Cool. 100. 100? 100 million, I'd okay. say. Really? Mm-hmm. No way. George, he's pretty uh, stringent on it. Joe, George is tight with the dollar. George is tight with the dollar. Because it's his dollar. <laughs> exactly, because it's his own dollar. Well, they, they really have him moving around a lot. Yeah. Revenge They're of the Sith off. costed 
113 million. It costed. 113. Okay. And of course, you know, yeah, that's hard to calculate. You know, it's like, and when it's all one giant conglomerate and it's like one division is paying the other to do the visual effects, you know, how do you, it how made do you its do budget figure back that out? On the opening weekend. Yeah. No. It made its budget back on the opening night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to that. This just kind of... I can see what you guys are saying, and I, I, I would agree that, that the pieces are all there, but it, the pacing is not there. It, it, you know, what what, what would you change? I just... T- well, I tighten... Other than Will Smith, um, who... And the who, director. Like, uh, and the director. Who, like, like Trey, I like Will Smith, and the director is... I mean, you, you made a good point about Chris Columbus. It's very much the same word. They're not... Inventive, the inventive, they, or, they're or workmen, artists. Yeah. yeah, they're they're point the camera at it. We need we need a two shot and a master, and then we're good. And there's an, and then I guess that's a similar example. Is the first two Harry Potters are acceptable? Uh huh. You know, because Chris Columbus can point a camera yeah. at things, and we can give him credit for casting the series well. I yeah. guess, but but you know, it's only the the when other directors have gotten hold of the series that well, Potter's, like, oh, Potter's, this is a movie. Potter's now. really started to get good yeah. as far as a movie. Um. Yeah. Before, what would you change? What would you change? Well, I'd probably. Tighten the pacing because it's. Uh, I mean, it's only eight, we're only eighty minutes in, and I'm still like, oh, come on, get on with yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, so this has been a pretty short movie, but it feels longer than some of the other ones we've done. And this, um, of course, is a little scary. <laughs> this seems a little spooky, but good. Will Smith has an ass. Yeah. Especially all the like, I recall the sound effects that he's he's doing like weird bird noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has. He's making you know, a chirping sound. That's yeah. sexy. You don't know. You don't know. That was a nice shot. I don't know what the fuck. I've never been a stripper. Very nice. Maybe that works. You have to be a stripper to know what uh, arouses men. That's a good point, I guess. (laughs) Never mind. I'll show you. Go on, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) I would hear more of this. I like how Loveless can be distracted in front of 150 of you. Everyone's just watching him and he's like, yeah, I could use a lot of Somewhere 100 miles away, a machine is having an erection right now. Like, whoa, we're getting stimulated. (laughs) (laughs) Some steam powered device is revving up right now. Okay. Wow, it's the, wireless. Um, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. They figured They've got out. Wi-Fi. They can have this Trey, other stuff. I'll have more. Obviously, we could have this conversation after the movie, but frankly, I want to do it now because mm-hmm. there's nothing to say about what we're watching here. Okay. It's just happening. What, I mean, what, what, what should be different? What, what, what would have made this movie work? Not Will Smith. Let's recast it. This is a Will Smith vehicle. Who would you? Uh, who, who would you? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Who would be good? Who, who can do? Who can do? Pulpy schlock, but with a straight face. Who's good at that? Bruce. Bruce Campbell. Bruce doesn't do it with a straight face. Hmm. Bruce is self-mocking. What about um, like a... Um, uh, someone that has to buy into what they're doing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Ed Norton? That'd Ed Norton? Ed Norton could have done it, yeah. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Same, this was, uh, what was this? Same year as Fight Club, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he did, what, he did that, that freaking Hulk movie, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, totally. Played it straight. Okay, so we've got our, we've got a different cast. Although I love Kevin Klein, and I, I've got to tell you, I Kevin Klein's not, not working. I, I can almost go with Kevin Klein still, because Kevin could have underplayed this. He was obviously just told to go big with it. It, seems to, be, it seems to be a problem of the words and the director, and then a singular problem with Will Smith. Sound, does, it, does everyone agree with that? Like, the, the, the script could have been way smarter. I mean, just, you know, a more and I, and I maintain more, that the more, script was smart until Will Smith became the star of it, at which point they Will Smithed it. Hmm. You know, because hmm. obviously, okay. you know, when the script was generic, you know, there was not a speech about, damn it, just be raining black people and y'all, let's have a hanging. I mean, that's obviously a Will Smith speech that was not in whatever the prior draft was. So there's stuff in here that's, you know, 
for Will Smith because this is a Will Smith movie. Well, well, Robert Conrad? Is that what his name is? Yeah. Was he, in terms of type, was he like a big Nathan Fillion kind of guy? You could, or, you could swap him and, like and you could swap him and Shatner in the roles that they played. Uh, and they were exactly the same guy. Okay. Big square, kinda, big square jawed beefcake punch in the head guys. I consistently have a problem with how they handle smoke effects in movies. It's too. It tends to be too dark. Dense. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Absolutely. N- never more so than Serenity. Which is why you know you know it's a weird thing. This, yeah, I, I, I keep trying to think about answer that question like okay who would be the good casting and that's just because I can't think of it I was like you know who would actually would have been good um, if he had bought into doing a movie like this um, and he wasn't even a movie star in the states at this point just yet but uh, I can think of but I guess, Russell Crowe is Jim West now there you go now you've there got a movie go. now it. you've got a movie Okay, so Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe could have just enough of a wink and play it straight, you know. Because Russell Crowe is why Master and Commander works. Because Russell Crowe bought into that era and he played it. You know, he played it totally straight and real. Well, it's and not like Master and Commander is trying to be a steampunk kind of. It's but it's just, it's the same. It's a continue. It's, it's the same era. It's you know. Okay. It's like it's the same thing. It's like it's like he he. The reason I think large reason Master and Commander works is partly because they got it right, but partly because he totally. Ex, you know, played. Right. I am a person of this time. This is my life. This right. is my world. You know, Wild he, Wild West, directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring the same cast, but right, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Take Crow. out some Bruce, of the more. You know what? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I bet could have done this. Taking out oh, some yeah. of the more. Bruce Willis could have done this. The ridiculous set pieces, He's like totally the, the cornfield yeah. magnet chase, just because yeah. it doesn't work oh, for here us. Here comes the Stephen Summers shot. Yeah, or the or the. Actually, speaking of Bruce Willis, that's a very Hudson Hawk has a shot like that too. You know. Well, let's not bring up Hudson Hawk and Bruce Willis. Well, we're talking about Bruce Willis. I'm just saying that that you're not making a good example of how to make a, a movie successful. <laughs> you know, the more I think about the movie that we're sort of we're, we're sort of doing. That's our, the problem with Hudson our, Hawk. Our, our, Hudson our, Hawk our, should have been more serious too. We're, uh-huh. we're fantasy footballing Wild Wild West here. <laughs> yeah, but the more yeah. I compare the movie we have to the movie that we would have if we had Robert Rodriguez and Russell Crowe, and what Robert Rodriguez would do with all of his choices, provided he kept a lot of the same casting and maybe some of the same art direction choices, which may have been something he came up with anyway. I'm starting to see why this movie really is so bland compared to what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the more I think about, like, if you ever listen to the score, <clears throat> even the score for Planet Terror, it's like this bum, 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 bum. It's like this cool little bum, bum, bum. It's mm-hmm. just this sort of, yeah, it comes, it just comes in like a parade of mm. fuck you awesome. <laughs> even if the movie isn't that great at times. And I, I think it, it works, but it's, this, well, it's this, is, this is impressive little, but this, this is impressive part. stuff going on right here, by the way, on he screen. He seems to really key in yeah. on what he needs to do. And it, and, and it goes this from El Mariachi to Final Time in Mexico to, to Sin City <clears throat> all the way to like Planet Terror. He really does key in on what he's after. And I guess Barry Sonnenfeld kind of doesn't. I wonder if Men in Black well, was you, like his one thing where it's like he really hit it out of the park. No, well, Adam's that's... Family too because again it's family, it's right, sensibility yeah. and you know what movies can't movies aren't you know, cars where you can swap the tires. I mean, a, a movie is a thing, and it's a concept, and it has right. to be a unified concept. Well, it's different. It's different cars. You know, you exactly. Know, it's completely. It's like Adam. Yeah, Adam's family is not you know Quest for Fire, and you know Quest for Fire is not you know Driving Miss Daisy. There, you right. know, there there are people who are right for those kind of projects right. and sensibilities that are right for projects. And that's the thing. Ever watch it, this is this. Uh, Sonnenfeld did not bring a sensibility to this. Really, he just shot it. You know, he didn't. No, I think he brought exactly. This is the, you can tell this is the same guy who made Adam's Family, and it's oh, the it's true. the it's the we talked about the the idea of you know Jeopardy. These characters 
are playing the Jeopardy is they know they're not going to die. These characters, the Jeopardy uh-huh. is I never real. Circumstances where they do this for real, yeah, because they know they would die. Yeah, exactly. The characters, this, and that's what you can do that as an approach. But that's that's a different kind of movie making than other movies. Like these characters right. do not take their own Jeopardy seriously ever right. once. And so, how are we supposed to exactly? So, so you know, that's fine. But that that puts the movie in a different sort of zone as to other movies. There was a shot a second ago, and I want to get you guys' opinion on this because we're all effects guys at this particular table now that. <laughs> Brian's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Although Ryan hasn't said much in a while, so I think there was a shot a second ago, and I wanted to bring it up, but Trey was saying something. Yeah, you know, and I didn't want to interrupt. Where we 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 followed them on their little Da Vinci plane, which is the, the origins of that in the story. Sure. Under the legs and body of the spider, around a leg and back up again, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it seems like one of those shots where I now know, having done effects for a while. Where you'll get a note and you'll be like, there's no way to make that shot work because that's a retarded shot. <laughs> you idiot. Change the shot. Don't get mad when it doesn't work because it's frankly not my fault. Your shot is retarded. Uh-oh. And if you work yeah. on it long enough, you'll get to a point where the shot works. But they always have a thing. And I, I, I don't know if it's something you have to have done effects or maybe I'm just crazy and I'm inventing this. Where I can always tell when a shot for 50 or 60 revisions has been retarded. And all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like the last four or five, it's been like... There it is. There's our shot. It always has a different feeling where you're like, that seems like an overtly, they could have done that so much simpler and better. And the shot where we're flying under the legs, literally piloning between the legs with the camera so that one leg kind of flies in front of us and one leg kind of flies behind and we're following them under and the whole thing is just like, someone thought that'd be cool. And it really gave a lot of effects artists headaches for a while. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, They're just like, no, this is stupid. Sometimes you shoot it, with, shoot you it wide, will you? with a real... Yeah. You couldn't do that if it, all of these it, there things is an existed, overlap. You couldn't shoot it. There that is way. an overlap oh, of that effect no. with the effect you that get was when harsh it went on the yeah. leg. There, uh-huh. <laughs> it was, that was a nice move. There is an overlap of that effect that you get with doing that, and with what you get when you have a CG yeah. camera and you can the, do anything. Speaking of which, the same the concept that I was talking Ooh, about before. That guy got kind of tweaked in you know, the face. No more Mr. Knife Guy. No more Mr. Knife Guy. See, uh, oh, he's quipping as opposed to acting in a movie. So, so that's fine. That was but, a pretty bad shot. And, and the whole like, setup where he goes like, that's with, not how cha- how pendulum yeah. effects yeah. work. But that whole thing with his with his shoe knife and he's like, you know, and he's like, he's like, okay, so you don't really believe you're in a fight at all. You right. believe you're in a comedy movie. Okay, that's fine. That's one kind of movie. Shouldn't have been this kind of movie. Right. Well, he's not worried. He fell off the spider before and he was fine. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, that guy's got a thing through his head. Doesn't that? That's upsetting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, he's got the powder on his foot and everything. Yeah. Now it's martial arts. But see, it's cold dust. He's going to go straight in. He's going to hit him in one hit. That's what makes yeah. it special. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice touch. Yep. Yep. What's he going to say? Just made that up. Uh-huh. All right. No, you didn't. You stole it from Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, well. That is yeah, the steel plate guy. Wow. He's essentially a robot with skin on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's the Terminator. He's a steampunk cyborg. Yeah, see. Yeah, that yeah. was I buy that shot. Work. That was some really good. I really bought that. I the look. I mean, look at it. Okay, he had some sort of major injury where his skull was burned or something. They replaced it with a metal plate and bolted his skin to the uh-huh. metal. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool, man. Fucking, it's so It's like a zombie thing. It's, it's like really yeah, cool. that's yeah. really cool. I wish he still has a face. Make movie about him in the face. You know, I, 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 I hate this. I really get it now. <laughs> we ruined another movie for you. This movie man. could have been. Did we rape your child again? Right. I shouldn't have watched this with you guys. <laughs> this. I see why this movie. 
It's okay, but it could have been so freaking rad. Well, you're uh-huh. discovering that that's what makes a lot of he movies broke? bad, is yeah, the appreciation funny. of what isn't there, not what yeah. is. You're right. You that, like is a, that is a huge... From all the impact, I think. It uh, took him a while to break down. That didn't even Miss Lippin Reader. That's <laughs> good stuff. Wait, is it Lippin Reader? It is Lippin yeah, Reader. Lippin Reader. Captions. He always yeah. says uh, Lippin Rita, and I was like, oh, that's cute. He's saying yeah. Lippin Reader, but not really. I guess he really is just saying that. Now here, yeah, here the subtlety of Wild Wild West. So we're finally into his his uh, spider thing is going to happen here, right? This is his spider thing. His little legs come out of the yeah, his little his legs. Big, oh! You know, I guess that does sort of make sense and sort of a retarded, if the movie was good, this would be okay kind of way. What? He doesn't have any legs. Spiders have eight. Uh-huh. He's mm-hmm. overcompensating. That's oh, yeah. right, yeah. The whole, his whole character is overcompensating. Exactly. Someone wrote a good movie way back when, but then it was developed into this. <laughs> That's right. Let's just right. out of curiosity. That's curi- often the truth. Out of curiosity, let's see how many writers there are on this thing. Credited, there are four. Okay, there you go. And how are they credited? Let's see. Two teams. Two teams. Jim, Jim and Josh Thomas. S.S. William, uh, S.S. Wilson. Oh no, there's uh, there's story credit, and then there's four writers. Ah, um, I like those black tone matching. There. It, also, yeah, that was for the record. Jim and John Thomas, the story credit. S.S. Wilson and Brett Maddock oh, who wrote tre- Tremors, yeah. among other things. Uh, they're good. Oh, if you go to like IMDb, that's kind of neat. Trey, you'll find that there's I'm eleven producers. Like a there's like there's a eleven executive producers. There's eleven executive producers. One of which is, of course, John Peters. Um, one of which is John Peters. I also like how they, they do that convention where he has very precise, articulate control of each leg yeah. from two joysticks. Somehow, yeah. yeah. He can step on the face, kick well, him around. Clearly there's lots of AI in this. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh, it's Doc Ock. And it's all powered from the basically, you know, a motor the size a of a... Exactly. You know. Like I said, oh, uh, you should have been here when we talked about how ridiculous lightsabers are. But Right. And but, the day yeah. after tomorrow. And t- Wow. The guy that did the effects soup on this is... Wow. Which oh. guy was it? His name is, I don't know this name, Eric Brevik? Eric Brevik, yeah. I, I knew Eric. At, he used to be a Dream Quest, and they moved on to ILM. No shit. Yeah. His movies are, are amazing. Holy crap. He's good. He also did Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, the ride film. Yep. Is it a ride film? No, I guess it's not. A, it's, it's a show. It's, it's a, a, it's a, it's a show. show. Uh-oh. <laughs> there we go. No, I didn't. This uh, is a nice little... Oh, yeah, does he not nice. kill people? No, yeah, but he... he Oh, now is this is thing? watch the well, excessive animation here. Watch this. It's good. Yeah, the breakdown, the losing of pressure on the hydraulics is, is nice. You know, the, I'm melting. It is a very I'm melting moment. Yeah, <laughs> I like his flail. <laughs> yeah, whoa! I don't want to hit yeah. the girl. Well, kind of cute. He's like, wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, where's no. all the fluid now? It was like yeah. bleeding all over the place. It's draining out of one that. foot. Good call. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, and the oh, oh. He's all flaccid. Why do you, they had a set? Well, like you no, said, that's it's good probably stuff. mostly reshoots because this is clearly a comp. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Mm, I don't know if it was like comp. It. I just think I they know. got a they got a sky psych out there. They got a they got a. Yeah, they just put blue screen out this the sides of the thing, and yeah. it's not bright enough in some of these shots. Mm. And the whole thing <laughs> is weird because this whole thing's supposed to be rocking and moving, and they only kind of half play with that uh-huh. with yeah. the characters, even though the the world out there is going up and down and. All sorts of weird things. This, this I mean, the set awesome. that they did build is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, All the stuff moving around, because that, yeah. I think, is real, you know? <laughs> you find Dark Warrior, see? <laughs> part, of, part of why it probably... They do bring it back. Part of why it probably feels like effects so much is because that would be effects today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one would bother to build all that crap. Yeah, that's exactly, know? yeah. Well, I'm just saying it, it feels... Man, I wish I had that set up. just to play with. 
Yeah, I know. This is a great set. It's like the it's look like at all the, the stuff going on. In it's the like background. the clock set from Hudsucker Proxy. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at this. Here, we, that's actually a good shot to kind of get the sense of what they're doing with all the pulley systems on the. Yeah. The, God, that's such a complicated oh, here rig. Here comes exposition. That CG rig. Yeah. Is amazing. Yeah. All the the bouncing wires and everything. The the modeling, sure. Texturing works. The rig is awesome. It's funny because that's his butt. Yeah, it's Look funny because it's his ass. Man. Yeah, no, it's you know this is just we're all we're all in the business of making movies, and sometimes we don't get to choose what movie we get to have right. to work on. Yeah, Brad's the movie. You know. So we hope that we Whoa. get we hope that we get this we get to be able to go. That was my shot. I did there. Also, yeah. a good example of scale. Because up mm-hmm. until now, I've kind of forgotten how big that spider is. Yeah. Oh, it's a giant spider. It's a giant spider. <laughs> it is a giant spider. Uh, I'm as stumped was, as you are. I get that was, it. That was actually a little bit funny. No, yeah. just, throughout, <laughs> exactly. throughout the movie, there is a thing between the two of them. Uh, well, they're always just making they're always make, black yeah, slash. You're black. Jokes. Well, you got no dick. So black there you jokes? go. Yeah. yeah. Amputee jokes. So You know, this is this is not a bad... You know, again, this is they're play, they're finally playing this kind of straight. You know, right? This yeah, is, this this works. This is a great, yeah, this and this is, is a great, scene. you know, great pulpy hero and villain final confrontation. Like, well, why are we in a pickle? Yeah. Isn't, isn't this interesting? Well, yeah, I could yeah. kill you, but yeah. uh, it'd kill me, this and that's is, not good. It's a tough call. Let mm-hmm. me think about it for a second. You know, that's good stuff. Yeah. And Smith himself is finally finally taking the scene seriously. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's gonna hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot. But yeah, that was like if not the, if the, in the truck. If the whole movie the had had that that level, yeah, in that scene, yeah. Of course, you yeah. didn't notice that Will Smith didn't really talk in that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then now, he said, "No, that's a whooping." Yeah. 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 Wow, that wasn't even a very good like yeah. one line. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but I'm taller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that needed. <laughs> He has a white hat. They could have set it. They could have set it up somehow. You don't have the guts, and because he's missing half his guts, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. That's not. Now that's a whooping. Well, that was a callback to they said whooping earlier. Oh, oh, right. oh man, I'm sorry. I I'm going to show you a whooping. See, so you know, like when they started, if they do it twice. <laughs> no, no, it works with a with a line that comes. It does. Back. They set oh, it up. Yeah. He said, "I'm going to show you what you know, show you a whooping. You're going to get a whooping." And like, yeah. no, no, that's a whooping. I'm not saying that, it was that good, fun. but it wasn't like he just said, "Now that's a whooping for no reason." No, no, yeah, I'm just saying. So they're pick trying. Pick it's, it's, it's so cute that they were trying. Yeah. They were trying so hard. All right. Now, this is one of the most visible force-feeding you the intro to the sequel by the man moments <laughs> in movie history. Well, we have your new mission. Here's this. Look at, a sc- look at the thing. Don't say what it is. Just like, huh, that's our mission. Wait, what about our train? You get the spider. End of movie. Like, that's their <laughs> whole thing. Yeah. We get a whole new movie where we get to be on the spider and we get to do a thing. We have a mission, but we didn't say what it was yet because we haven't written that episode yet. It's like so, so very man. This movie's going to be a hit, huh? Well, they learned their lesson. This will be huge. Everyone learned their lesson from Back to the Future when you know they 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 set themselves up specifically for a sequel idea and then had to spend two sequels going. Yeah, the thing that we looked like we were going to do, we're not actually doing any of that shit. <laughs> they did change everything. Wait, what are you referring to? I'm talking about you know it's, it's when they kid. get in the, when he gets in the car. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's like, your kids. Yeah, bring Jennifer. No, don't bring Jennifer. We don't want her in the whole story. We have to oh, yeah. let's put her asleep. And like, by the way, I'm old again. Oh, but I'm not old again. Look, and that's because they didn't you know they didn't plan to do sequels. And they that's that's the most contrived thing in all. 
of Back to the Future trilogy is when he takes off his makeup and does that story about... The most about- consistent thing is that Mr. Fusion was on the DeLorean. Yeah. Exactly. No, but I, I thought the makeup was funny because he takes off he takes off. And he the looks almost makeup, exactly the same. But he, but he doesn't. He, he, he is way... In Back to the Future 2, he's supposed to be young, Doc Brown? Younger. He's always he's always young. Well, no, he's supposed to be Christopher Lloyd, not wearing two hours worth of makeup is what he's supposed to be. Doc Brown is only old for the very beginning, the very end of Back to the Future, and he's Christopher Lloyd for most of Back to the Future. But he comes back, of he's course. Like I had that rejuvenation. I have honestly, never noticed that. Yeah, no, he's well, wearing. He's, he's actually different. in. He looks, yeah, exactly. he looks the same. He's actually in old the age joke makeup. Was that he looks. Yeah, he peels it off. Exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. it is when he takes it off. Right. Definitely. Hey, look, yeah. Wild Wild West is ending. Exactly, and 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 you know, there's. I'm assuming. I'm assuming this is a lot of Ziggy's work. I'm guessing that this is a. You know, I see this and I go. I can see Ziggy probably had a lot to do with this kind of stuff. Now look at the smoke. That's better. Not so bad. Mm-hmm. All right, no, now we've got come on. That's a perfectly now, happy. By the way, wild, wild for the for the wild, wild. yes, exactly for the second movie in a row, he didn't get it in Independence Day, but he did get it in Men did, in Black did, and this. Song. Part of his deal is that he gets a hit single, the the theme song. He gets no. the theme song. Wow, 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 Ricky Wild Wild West, Jim West, where, where he took where he took Rider. the no, the, uh, the the original song <laughs> Wild Wild West and remixed the Adams Family. <laughs> now it's funny because if you watch this video, it's another example like the end here, where you're being force fed the fact that they just know this is going to work. The music video is this insanely pompous, like nine million dollar <laughs> semi feature. Uh huh. Good <laughs> which lord! Is just like you've actually watched whatever that is. It's at the end of the. If you watch the uh, VHS tape, like I Good did, Lauren. growing up, hmm. the uh, the um, well, not growing up, but in the last ten years, over and over. <laughs> the, uh, and over. The VHS think- tape. No, no. It's in the credits. It's like, here's this music video. It's like, oh, it's like Ferris Bueller. Oh, scene. Ooh. And you get to the end of it and you're like, what that, did I just... That happens what, during vi- what for video they releases. They actually will often replace credits with, you know, something right. else. I, um, Prince of, Prince of Thieves being a notable example. Shrek did that, too. Yeah. Shrek had a thing. That's true. All right. So they had, they had that extra thing. I guess we kind of removed our our impact of having the conversation after the fact of why it doesn't work. Having it a second ago and it was boring, but it worked because. then. So... Have yeah, through I, the movie. Yeah. Frankly, I do understand. This movie could have been. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're educating you. Well, anyway, well, it's and, and hopefully some of our listeners too. Although I, I, I really enjoy when they, they, they're going to go in the chat room and I hope tell us why we didn't get Wild Wild West. See what you didn't understand <laughs> about Wild Wild West, about what they were going for. <laughs> You see, here's clearly, clearly it was too complex for your mm-hmm. mind to grasp. Um, I, I, one of the things that I enjoy about doing this little little project that we're doing is that is that a movie like Wild West that I remember not liking but not giving a lot of thought to, you know, it's like I, I remember I didn't care for it. I don't remember what I didn't mm-hmm. care for about it. You know, this actually makes me like verbalize it and you know yeah. and and Good. you know and speak it through. So so it might be maybe it's helpful to you because you know you saw this movie when you were very uncritical person who wasn't making his living in the movie business and now you're sort of seeing it. You know, being forced to see it <laughs> from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no, look, it sucks. Oh, I guess you're right. If I'm honest, <laughs> I <laughs> guess when you put it that you way. Know. And but we've had, we've had examples where it's gone the other direction right. as well. You know, where we've like looked at the movie, and like, well, you know, I just you know I was being unfair for whatever. Oh, hey, Bill Pope, DP'd second unit. Yeah, this. nice. Who's Bill Pope? Yeah, he did the Matrix and oh, and wow. Spider Man and Spider Man Two, not Spider Man. Yeah, 1. and uh, and uh, Team, America. Team America. Yeah. Team America. <laughs> So we're coming to uh, eventually. We're going to get to the ILM credits, and uh, I remember I remember watching. You know, usually there's 
people I know in visual effects credits, no matter what, I've crossed paths with them at some job or another. Here but, they uh, are. But, but, but I remember, I remember uh, seeing you know Ziggy's. It was the first time I'd seen his name in credits of anything uh, right after Troopers. And because uh, it was kind of a big deal, it was like we, I, I was really looking forward to having him um, work with us on My Favorite Martian, which is going to be a very complicated thing. And he goes like, um, "I got a job at ILM. It's kind of a lifelong dream come true, so I'm going to take it." And I was like, "Fuck!" And you can't fault someone for that. <laughs> no, it's you like, can't. You absolutely can't. There he is. There he is. Lead tarantula animators, John Zdankowitz. Wow. Go Ziggy. Go, man. Go Ziggy. You know. It's like it made perfect sense to me. John, Tom Cinnamon used to be a stop motion animator, one of Phil's guys. Um, oh, Roto. So, um, bless you, people. Yeah, they 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 grow up sometimes to be visual effects artists, real people. Josh yeah, Pines. Josh better. Pines was ILM for ages. Josh Pines uh, was the film out guy back at DeGraff Foreman when we started. He was the first person I ever saw do film out ever. He's like one of the first humans to do it. So. Wow, to be Frank Tarantino sucks. <laughs> That's horrible. So like being Frank Stallone? Why? <laughs> What's so wrong with that? Special effects makeup by Rick Baker. Thank Rick you very Baker. much. By the way, have you guys seen Bill Sturgeon? Rick Baker Bill Sturgeon, good guy. Of all the like old effectsy kind of critter guys, Rick Baker's been like, no, fuck you. I'm going to do 3D. And he's one of the top ZBrush artists in the industry. Hmm. Rick Baker is a badass with ZBrush, which is a 3D modeling hmm. program, if you guys don't know it. It's like 3D sculpting. Anyway. Well, he's always been he's always been an artist. Wild Wild West, written by Stevie Wonder, Will Smith, and, and hey, and Mohandas Duiz, featuring Drew Hill and Cool, cool Modi. Modi, all nice. classics, way all. too much information. Yeah. To- <laughs> Just all classics. That's too you. many cooks in the, in the in the kitchen. I'm yeah. sorry. Anyway, so so that's why. That's why I find it useful to have these little seminars that we have uh-huh. about films. And uh, we're know. the first people in history to know why Wild Wild West. Yeah, they actually break down what's wrong with Wild Wild West. It's kind of a science thing. Meanwhile, you know, the, you know, John Peters is going. I guess we didn't market it well enough. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's like no, Darkman, no. yeah, Wild Wild West. Uh, well, like I said, I didn't really remember it very well in the first place, so I was kind of rewatching it again, and uh, yeah. I, I I think we pretty much covered. It's like, yeah, this totally would have worked that other way. <laughs> yes. It's just that this way, not so much. Ryan? Yeah, I mean, all of the above. And and I, I just, you know, even though you got, you guys are focusing structurally what makes it, like, fail and everything. And right. I, I still just can't get over, like, the, the freaking crazy magnet <laughs> stuff. The dude in drag and all the dudes, like, you know, yeah. are in love and stuff. Right. And, it, I mean, things like that. Yeah, it's like, that, if the, the movie stretches tr- my disbelief, because yeah. no man would yeah, no be human would No, because <laughs> if the movie were a, were a different style, it could make those things yeah. sort of work. But it I don't know. But if it was a different style, then you probably shouldn't have brought up the, you know, my whole family was massacred by a madman. You know, right, it's right, like right. it's it's if you're going to make the comedy, yeah, make really, the comedy. You couldn't know? figure out what it was is yeah. really what it was. And again, I still maintain to. that clearly this project existed before Will Smith said, right. OK, it I'll do it. And, there like are, that, well, there, you know? and that's the tough thing. You know, there there are from the beginning. It's it's a mashup. It's it's the old West and it's it's steampunk and so it's like there are a lot of disparate elements and there's any place where they might not come together yeah um and i think yeah uh will smith was the the glue that failed to hold them yeah. together more you know it's like will smith who then and we like him this was again this this was what we can kind of thank it because of this film in a sense because it broke that 
If you just put Will Smith in an expensive movie every July 4th, gold, it's all gold, it's all fantastic. And it turns out you have to put him in a good movie on July 4th. Um, that little extra detail. But then th- this was kind of the end of his, I'm Will Smith, I do these blockbusters. And he got, he got a little more serious. He did movies like Ali and things like that. you know. And, and, then, he, and then he came back and he did a movie like... Uh, you know, I am Legend. Whereas, like, he he didn't make no jokes in I am Legend. He you know, right. he acted yeah. in I am Legend. He goes, wait, it's about vampires, but I'm actually going to be an actor in it. What, what's that going to be like? Yeah. And you know, he's so much better in that movie than than he was in this movie. Because in this one, he was just like showing up and being Will Smith in a cowboy hat. Right. And, and that's and, 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 and finally, you can feel that. You can sense that. And finally, as the guy that came to this particular <laughs> oh, episode, no. thinking a eulogy for Wild, for, Wild for, for Teague's was, dreams. <laughs> I understand exactly And it really is And it's one of those things Where I've never I mean I might have You might have said it to me And I would have said Yeah I understand what you're saying But I really viscerally understand The notion of What could have been With a with a project Or when the chemistry Results in an explosion <laughs> Instead of <laughs> Instead of some sort of An amazing compound It's like no That just kind of blew up And you made the sink stink Sometimes it just smokes And smells funny Yeah sometimes it just Makes <laughs> the sink <laughs> smell weird <laughs> But I totally understand what people are saying about the Wow Wow West now. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I won't enjoy it watching it because, and we've made this point before, and it wasn't just me that's made this point, where something that you catch at the right time in your life, even if you understand why it doesn't work, it still activates that part of your brain that received it in the first place, and it sort of takes you back to where it's like, this movie worked for me, I was so cute. Like, yeah. that sort of thing where it's so like, good. you know, I know it's retarded, but aw. Yeah. Well, listen, you can you can still enjoy a bad, you can still enjoy watching a bad movie. Absolutely, yeah. That's yeah. sort of, and, the, I'm, and I'm, I'm the one who's, sort of what we do here. sort of the basis of Down in Front. <laughs> I'm the one who's copped to, you know, I, I, you know, for me, it's original Star Trek, and we all know how cheesy that is, but, you know, like I said, you weren't there. <laughs> so that's, you know, I'm, I'm not saying everyone else should think it's great, but, sorry. I, Don't you and, it's sort of, and, it's sort and the of same goes, I did it at the beginning of this, the original Wawa West. I'm sorry, I have not seen it myself in 20 years. It might look like like shit, but I still bet I'd probably go. Oh yeah, well, it's West, sort of man. the same That's thing awesome. with 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 being too young, like being younger. Like it's it's sort of the same. The the, the, the basic premise behind the you weren't there comment is that you don't understand what it was like to be to, to have all these things come together with this moment. It's the same thing with being younger than someone else that thinks something is stupid. You weren't there. I was thirteen and this kicked ass. <laughs> exactly. And it's the same. I mean, it's obviously less informed than you weren't there literally, but you weren't there mentally. And and you know whether or not being 13 was the only reason this movie was enjoyable to me. It really was and forever will be, but I understand now exactly why it failed. I just think it's important to you know, almost every level. The measure of your maturity or anyone's maturity is if 20 years later, if you're still going, no, my pretty pony is awesome and don't you say a word about it. You know, it's like, then you haven't really grown much as a person. You know, Rainbow Bright is awesome. Shut up. Shut up. You know, if you can kind of go, yes, it was a product of its time and I was seven and I found it quite charming at the time. You know, that's one thing. Okay. So, anyway, the inability to grow up about inability to grow well you know like I said I'm defending the original Star Trek you know it's like how you know and imagine oh yeah that's that's really not going to go over too well on the internet on this crowd <laughs> exactly yeah with <laughs> right the younger on. crowd it's going to be tough to on. defend come on people you know people your age go I don't even watch that shit because it's so stupid you know hey hey kid come here come here <laughs> come here kid I'm going to teach you a lesson it's pronounced she's or <laughs> anyway until next time my name is T Christie. I'm Ryan Weaver. Mike Scott. 
And uh, Trey Stokes, and thank you for joining thank us, Ryan. Us, Ryan. Another, no. uh, sorry, for, sorry for not talking. No, it's okay. Yeah, well, that's all right. <laughs> we'll but the, bring you back but the saber moves you were doing while we were listening was awesome. So yeah, yeah. we released the video of this. Another show for you. We'll definitely have you back with an episode that you, you have you something can to say about. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the lesson is uh, check out Wild West on DVD, the, sh- the series. Or and, Netflix uh, or wherever you yeah, find it. And give it a give it a try. See what, see what you think. Blockbusters have the new one on I'm just Whether you like it or hate it, I'm betting it's not what you thought it was. That's what I'm saying. So give it a look. And as always, this has been down in front you can find more episodes like this at downinfront.net until next time thank you very much good night good night friendsinyourhead.com